11 o'clock comics episode 129 <laughs> that's the way it should be done there we go right there this is how we do it first appearance of the punisher baby this one i've been waiting for 129 yes yep. indeed you will see a Quite nice copy sitting on my uh, shelf of my man cave. Oh, you bought mine? Yeah. I could have bought a near mint copy of that for ten bucks back in the day. I have two. I have two copies of that. Yes, yes, I would not. Oh, please. Dude, oh, you're man. Talking about all of it. That's like asking me if that's real or is it a strap on. Of course it's real. All right. All right. Want to touch it? I take my Amazing Spider-Man very seriously. Almost as much as I take my Fantastic Four. It is an inferior magazine. It's a small bit scrappers. He's not the flagship. By the way, we got to talk about the horrible miscasting of Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Man. Oh, come on. No, I, oh, I like it. I like it, like it, like it. No, she's got too much personality. How's yes, she going to play? He's going, he's oh, going back up. Back that damn truck up. No, see, you're shitting on Gwen Dude, already. Girl, it's she, not happening. She exudes vibrant, she exudes energy in all of her movies. I mean, have asked you if you, reading, if you are reading Ultimate Spider-Man. Wait, wait, who, who's Gwen? Why would who, I be reading that hackneyed 2.0 version of the original? Oh, oh, I thought, yeah. oh, Bendis no, wrote it. No, see, I'm talking to Jason, not Chris. Oh. <laughs> let's, let's not go in on a downer. No, no, I'm not trying to, but, but, no, but no, no, not you. a lot different. I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm asking, who got Emma cast? Stone is playing Emma Stone Wednesday. is Gwen, not, not no. Marriage. Yeah, no, she's she not no. No, no, she's Gwen. Really? Gwen. Yeah. yeah. But she's a better redhead. Oh, she's yeah. an actual blonde, it turns out. No shit. Yeah, Jason found out. He went undercover. Jason's a crab. <laughs> oh man! It's the salty because I just inserted. Sorry, the Alan. Gwen, aka Norman's cum dumpster. Uh, oh no, no, MJ's the cum dumpster. Yeah, seriously. Oh, Gwen, yeah, Gwen's yeah, yeah. the Gwen's oh, the one. All right, enough, enough. No, Gwen's the one that cradles it, and enough, pets it, enough, and kisses enough. it, and eventually <laughs> puts it in her mouth. Enough, Mary Jane's enough. the one's like, I'm not touching that. Because I'm a model. Look at me. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get out of yourself. We're really gonna start it. To, uh, <laughs> oh, that's what's a fence? Yeah, Gia. Give me some Fitch. <laughs> hey everybody! It's <laughs> God. I hope that was covered up by music. No, it's no. eleven. It's eleven o'clock. Mof- Mofo comics, like Jason says, and I am Vince B. That was horrible. I ruined that. Ruined. You ruined you, I you ruined it. Ruined, just, Kenny. Yeah. It's ruined. All right. Uh, I, I'm I'm packing, and uh, and I'm Chris Fudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You son of a bitch! It's gonna Chris be is, like that. Chris is, is packing fudge. It's gonna, it's gonna be like that. Huh? That's what with nuts. Fudge with nuts. <laughs> what is that? Did he leave? <laughs> I think he's unraveling you, the fudge. Oh, David, no, did you say something? Yeah, I said I'm David Price, but Chris kept oh. going on and on. And on. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. He's well, molding okay, I'm the sorry, fudge. I didn't hear you, David, but it is good that you're here because, of course, I'm here too, and I am Snake Punch. No, you're not. <laughs> That's awesome. 
You are oh, not Snake Punch. That was oh, yes, awesome. I, I, I agree. You're not. No, you're Jason Wood. And well, this, this punch of the snake is brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. We do it up right this week. Right at the beginning D- this week. Yes, right. yes. DCBService.com. And if you are not, if you have not discovered the magic of DCBService.com, this is a most excellent month to discover it because you can get the BPRD Plague of Frogs hardcover. 53% off was 34.99 is $16.44. Oh my that's god. That's that's a that's a ridiculous price to begin with and yes. that they're discounting it that much. I if you Jason talked about it a lot uh, a couple weeks ago. If you've ever been interested in getting into the BPRD, there's this is this is this is your shot. Kids. Now's the time. Yeah. There goes the bus. Get on it. Here, a pair from IDW. John Burns returned to the awesome Next Men. First issue of the relaunch was three ninety nine. Is ninety nine cents. Did you hear me right? Ninety nine cents. That's seventy five percent off. And David Boswell's classic, Reed Fleming, World's Toughest Milkman, a hardcover, fifty percent off. Was twenty nine ninety nine. What is it? Fourteen ninety nine. Oh my God! Poof. Hardcover. Is that is that good? Is that a, is oh, quality? it's great. It's so abrasive. I, I love it. The uh, return of proof. Proof endangered. Number one, fifty percent off. And yeah. our buddy Mike Schwartz, Oceanverse. You can get all four issues of Oceanverse. They're all back in print. Uh, and you can get this really cool Oceanverse promo pack with art projects and things you can do and color and send in and it's great sixth gun david's been harping on this so has everybody yep. else sixth gun number yes, one the trade 50 percent off enter the code eoc8 into their beautiful well manicured and clean slot and you will get an uh-huh. extra eight percent off your order so if you're getting 75% off John Burns Next Man number one, 53% off BPRD Plague of Frogs hardcover, and you're getting another 8% on top of that, please. Is there any? Forget about it. Yeah, just forget about it. DCBService.com. That was extra distance because I screwed up last last week. I didn't do the well. I, I I think I think they'll survive. <clears throat> um, okay, I want to do right by my peeps. Yep. Shall we jump right in? Yeah. Drink roll call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Vince, lead us off. I bought a six pack of Ying No Killian's Irish Red. Wow! Okay. I love well, I love Killian's. I really do. I love the taste of it. Yep, it's it's that's that was the uh, the what the Coors uh, Christmas beer, right? Was it really? It used to only come out over the holidays. I don't know and that. I, I don't was, know. I know yep. it's really tasty. Yep, and was and was incredibly popular. Yeah, it's a yeah, decent decent little Irish Red. If you are a fan of hot wings, and the hotter the better in my uh, mm-hmm. estimation, no, in my yeah, you should drink Killian's Irish Red with hot wings. It is the beer that goes great with buffalo. Nice pairing. Look at you. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. It was a it was an actual food pairing. No, <laughs> really. I'm I'm not itsy fartsy about that shit, but I do notice things that go well with other things. Sometimes, you know, when it tastes good, I know it. Like Kill- Killian's go gr- goes great with buffalo wings. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Price, how about you? Uh, blueberry, pomegranate, and vodka. Wow. Hey. Strong. Look at you. You're in vacation mode, huh? <laughs> I was looking for something that, that, that wasn't too cold. Uh, I'm a little chilly in the room tonight. Wow. Did you put the heat on yet? Uh, no, I think we're actually turning the AC off today. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, seriously. Is uh, it, what, what, what's the weather? 
going to be like out there this week? Oh, this weekend, it's going to mm-hmm. finally be nice. It's been yes. a lot of wet. It was nice okay. over the weekend. It was nice-ish. It was, um, yeah, I had uh, a lot of I had some water in the basement last week, and uh, this week it's still raining off and on. But uh, Friday, <laughs> remember last week when we were all anticipating that huge storm that was coming through, and Jason's yeah. like, "Fuck it, we're gonna get pelted uh, in New uh, Jersey." Well, yeah, eight inches of rain. Did you see what the storm did? It was like New Jersey had the clap. It was yeah, like all know. just it just skirted your state like like Further, it was cooties. Yep. Further. Uh, bringing up the absolute ridiculous absurdity of meteorology. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. yeah, it's not an exact science, but they're, they're, they get it. They're in the ballpark. you got to give them credit for that. Yeah, but I could that. look outside and go, okay, clouds. Those exactly. Are clouds. It might be raining. Oh, in man. Baltimore, where our other offices, they closed schools early because of the rain. Look at that. Yeah, and, and Friday, we, um, well, Thursday on the way, no, Thursday, I had to, to take the day off, but Thursday night, into Friday morning, we lost power for a little bit, and then Friday morning, driving in, uh, we're hearing all these school closings and school delayed openings and all this stuff going on later on in the afternoon. I'm like, it's done. The worst is over. But now, why? It kills me that people can drive in while the storm's going on, but the day after, that's when. No, no, no. We got to take. You're it right. Let's, yeah. let's be delayed. Well, right. On on the bright side, it was a very good test of the new house. Because I, awesome. I went up to the the new place and I examined the basement like crazy, and mm-hmm. it it was drier than Emma Frost's Xbox. So, wow, do you like that? That's not dry at all. It's sopping <laughs> wet. No, 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 no. She's frigid. She's <laughs> frost, frost, frigid. Come on. All right, There's all right. Wood, wood. What are you drinking? Ooh, I try so back, hard. <laughs> back for an encore performance. Die, Dr. Pepper, bitches. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> This, Wait a minute! That's not right. I'm drinking and you're not. That's not right. No, just like last week. I'm, I'm, I'm in my yeah. detox mode because starting Thursday, when a certain midwestern maniac mm-hmm. comes into town, I'm going hard for the next. Oh, Norton's hours, coming so. in, right? Uncle Pecos over here. Well, it depends. When when can you start? Uh, my plan comes in at nine thirty. No, no, no. I'll start when we uh, oh, when okay. we, we go down to dinner to have oh, dinner okay. with the friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> David, what? I'm right piggy, piggy does not fit you well. It's it's kind of creepy when you get piggy. <laughs> <laughs> not creepy like uh, like cockbone. I hope. No cockbone. We should get into that later. Oh no, that was awesome. <laughs> no, we, don't, we, don't you know, we can point people to your fantastic thread in our forums, which we is could where forum. No bullpenbulletinspodcast.com dot com forward slash forum. Yes, and and join our forum because we have a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, it's not your average forum, I will say. We do have a lot of well-tempered discussion. There's, there's no shit slinging at all. Well, not at all. There's some, but it, it usually gets squashed. Well, I had some, I had some bust, I had to bust some fuckers down last week, and I was not happy about it. I do not like that shit on the forum. Yeah, you know I thought that was a, that was a bit premature, though. I like to uh, see. It. No, it's, like, it's like a cat fight. You don't. No. Cat fight, you wait until the shirt comes off until you stop the fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't No, No. Well, I, I, did. didn't, I didn't want to see any of those people without a shirt. Well, it's okay by me. Naked's naked. <laughs> but it's a good forum. All right, me. Um, I am drinking from the Fort Collins Brewery in Fort Collins, Colorado. Their double chocolate stout. And Ooh. it is delicious. Uh, I told, 
Yep, I told you I was getting into um, into more of the uh, the fall and winter beers, and this is about as fall and winter as you can get. It, you know, it's probably the only other thing would be like a you know a double stout or like a bourbon stout, which we'll get into those a little bit later. But this is this is a really hearty stout with a lot of uh, chocolate and coffee flavors to it. So um, it's definitely one that's to be sipped, and uh, um, you know. I would have it with a steak, you know, this is like, you know, like the big red, you know, wine, the, you know, big kind of punch in the face, red wine version for, for beer. This is a, this is a really, really hearty, um, stout and it is delicious. So it's the, uh, uh, the double chocolate stout from Fort Collins brewery, which Fort Collins does some nice stuff. Check, um, check them out at, uh, at your, your craft beer sections of your, of your liquor stores. If they, uh, if you see anything from Fort Collins, they do, they do the good beers. So there you go. I will keep an eye peeled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, we're going to go full bore into comics talk this week. Yes. Yeah, because David had a question that he posed. Well, he hinted at it in PMs today uh, to uh, yes, the, the other the other hosts of this, this shit sto- uh, show. And, uh, David, why don't you float that question by us? Oh, it, it came about because um, Simon Price, no relation, who does the awesome artwork that goes with uh, Matt, Burns, Burns World podcast. He asked me in getting ready for the um, the contest we're having, which Wood will talk about later. Um, what comics, what stories have I read that um, kind of took me unexpectedly, or just you know made, made me say "whoa," or I think he said "oi," but uh, Oy and and it, it got me thinking that a lot of the stories that I've read growing up that really took an unexpected turn or, or, or made me sit up and take notice weren't really the death of Superman or Batman having his back broken. Nothing is Things in comics that happen like that, anything can happen in comics. So it's not like I'm not really going to go, whoa, if I see that happening. The, the anything that, can happen, but it rarely does. Well, and, and the stories that really do kind of hit me in the gut make me take notice tend to be I, I realized in answering Simon's question tend to be the more I guess personal or, or slice of life or real life stories like I I really liked the wedding of uh, Donna and Terry in Tales of the New Teen Titans 50 <laughs> um, you have uh, Speedy being a junkie you have you know Norman Osborn I'm sorry yeah, F. Harry fighting drugs and, and things like that just things that I wouldn't really expect them to do in comics because right. it's not Batman getting his back broken. That's what tends to make me go well. And it just, I found it interesting that here where anything can happen, I, I'm, I tend to take notice from, from these particular stories. So I was asking, I wanted to ask you guys if what stories, what comics, it doesn't matter what they were about, but have you ever had any moments where you just, sat up and took notice and said this whether this was great or I can't believe they did this or just you know your woe mm-hmm. moment yeah well sure. before before we get into it though you have to acknowledge the fact that we have been conditioned as mainstream comics readers from a very young age to accept the fact that the uh, changes 
don't usually take matter they they don't usually take root they they're either reversed in a in a couple months time or in the next in the next issue they're they're Mm -hmm. changed but and so it's the ones that don't follow that pattern that make us say whoa like uh, i'll i'll just float one out and it's a mainstream example the death of gene dewolf I was yes. like, yeah, well, okay, yes. they called this story the death of Gene DeWolf. There's no way in hell they're going to kill her off. And then, bada boom. Yeah. You know, not, it was, I was even, like, oh, my God. Like the last issue. It was early no. in on the story. Right. And, and you just remind um, it, uh, the end of issue number uh, 12 of Alpha Flight. Yes. that was was, pitiful though that was that was one of those moments where it was like i couldn't believe because here's somebody who was in it from the beginning who yeah you know throwback a spinoff from the x-men and and it was it was like seriously they burned did this i and that that's probably one of the last few times where i was just like holy crap yeah that was probably the first time for me that one moved i was like oh (laughs) in recent memory yeah that's a great question david when you asked it because and I'm glad what Vince said because when you first at, uh, mentioned it to us, I thought, man, you know, I've read a lot of comics over a lot of years, and I just mm-hmm. feel like I'm sure there were lots of comics at the time that made me step back and say, oh, shit. But then yeah. it was really hard for me to remember them because. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like, I, I don't, nothing really surprises me anymore. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there were definitely, it's fun. More recently, the, the the first two that came to mind. I don't even know if "shocking" is the right word or if this would, but but definitely, um, having not been a um, a long time DC reader, reading um, "Identity Crisis." Um, oh yeah, that that surprised yeah. me. I mean, I you know, yeah, I, anal I, rape is very surprising. Yeah, well, in a book like that, right? Yeah, I mean, right. No, uh, I'm not being facetious. I'm oh, really okay, not. yeah. And and oh, then the other one, which is a little more conventional uh, in terms of it definitely fits into that anything can happen, but I just didn't – the magnitude of it uh, surprised me was um, was Scarlet Witch uh, Wanda doing the, the No More Mutants. Uh, oh. Oh, really? That's cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I was just like – because at the time, I mean, I guess by then the mutant universe was a little waning in its popularity, and that was part of the issue. But as someone who has always considered the X universe kind of the – the Home. pinnacle of, of big two yeah. comics in terms of popularity. I just thought, are they really gonna like? They're really gonna do that? They're gonna get rid of like how many characters? Mm-hmm. And then I guess part of that that I immediately assumed, oh, that won't last. Like they were, and then you know, if you look at it, it's it's been what five years since, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's basically still. I mean, yeah. it's technically yeah, but, but, now, but, but it's but they only got they only got rid of the mutants that you didn't know, or that sucked. Mm-hmm. No, no, oh, 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 Danny Moonstar sucked. No, she's not dead. But but, but she always no. Shut see the thing with with thing with Danny Moonstar is they took away the other thing, but they kept the Valkyrie thing. So she still that was later though. That yeah, wasn't but like she still has something she special. Yeah. But can I throw one out there before somebody takes it? Oh, yeah. Because we've been so conditioned to accept that things never change. There's one book out there where the author has taken that signpost, that monument to uh, perpetual status quo in comics and just knocked it right down and it is the one book where something always changes i can always expect to be shocked by this book i know what you're gonna say i know walking dead the the things oh, that no. okay. 
Okay. No, no, the, the, oh, the, I know what you're talking about too, and it's what I said. Yeah. When I said I was thinking about keeping the book up. Yeah. The the thing that happened yeah. the 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 way that the story has impacted the people closest to Rick, that one issue and Jason knows what I'm talking about. Issue and, and, I think. I think so. Uh, oh, I I was stunned. I was like, oh my god, anything can happen in this book because they just. Yeah. They just changed this man for. I mean, of course, the, the whole the whole story has changed Rick forever. But this hit him really close to home, and I was like, "Wow, Kirkman is he's unflagging. He's just fearless in 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 the amount of reality he can inject into this book." And I'm just wondering if he's like rolling dice to see who who gets it next. You know, <laughs> D twenty. Oh, you know, yeah, because you can't tell, and that's what's so great about Walking Dead. You cannot anticipate what's going to happen in that book. That's yeah. Fresh. Do, do do any of you guys read it um, in singles? No, I don't no. think so. No. no, it's I I, I it's it, it's one of the books that I think I'll always read in single issues. Um, I'm just conditioned to do it, and it's 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 really good again. It's um, not not that it was ever bad but that book naturally goes through peaks and valleys sure. and 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 right now it's 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 a pretty interesting storyline that that I'm the, liking the but, last um trade we got mm -hmm, where yeah. the location has changed mm -hmm. i thought that was kind of kind of lukewarm well, that's what i think chris is alluding to cuz i agree yeah. but i've heard the la the last few issues which will be in i guess the next trade we get the 13th trade or the hotness so i think okay oh, cool time. the the lead up to the location change was very good but yeah. the actual okay, here we are was kind of like yeah, we've kind of seen this a little bit before. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, when, yeah. Uh, so when when I'm looking at what I wrote back to Simon, and I realize that there's one particular person, especially over at DC, who's kind of done this for me. But the ones that um the ones that I mentioned to Simon were Sue's miscarriage. <gasps> yeah, I forgot the, about it. Yeah, Doc, don't call. even talk about it. But, it, yeah. but I mean, Doc Ock, even Doc Ock was like doing his damnedest, and then and then I mean that last page, that last panel. But so you have that, Poor girl. the death of Barry, for the most part. But then I I actually I was I, I it's hard to explain, but I was actually I think I almost shed a tear when he appeared again in Infinite Crisis when he came back just for that split second. Um, yeah. You're right. The, the, I, I was uh, against it initially, but it was done. I mean, wow. no, I mean, I, it haven't, made sense. I haven't read him since he's. I haven't read. I think since the first or two, first two issues, I think of Flash Rebirth. So I haven't read any Barry since he's been back. But just, yeah. just with Jeff Johns having him snatch, bitch Prime out and 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 just coming and going real quick, that that was good. Um, Kid Flash and Robin retiring. What was that? When Kid Flash and Robin retired. In Titans, and in Teen Titans, with the with the uniforms behind them and that yep. wonderful yeah. Giffen cover. As they're cover. walking away, yeah, yeah that's the, a great cover. That is a great cover, and and Excellent of course, use I mean, of knew, white space. Yes, we. I mean, at the time, I don't think I anybody knew that that Dick was going to be coming back. I mean, he's retired. <laughs> he left being Robin, and that was pretty much it. But um, of course, he shows up in time for the Judas contract. But uh, it was so. Marv Wolfman seems to be able to have me feel certain things as far as the DC characters go but they're um, like, like like you just said with, with Gene DeWolf and I mean as as much as I love Spidey I'm, I'm trying to think how many Spidey stories th have I read like buying them off the off the shelf off the spinner rack was I reading then that gave me the gut punch and 
Well, maybe I have Captain Stacy. Go ahead. I was going to say I have, I have two. I have two gut punches from the Spideyverse. Go ahead. Uh, but no, but neither in a good way, frankly. I think glow points for the for the for the for the stories, and that's uh, Gwen Norman. Stop. Direct, direct, okay. direct. Dude, I thought that. Well, you like that? I thought that was a really no. Good I don't thing. like I mean, it. Want it brought up? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't like it per se, but mm-hmm. it. And, and then one very may or well may known, not have happened. Very well known in recent, although I think what came, af- what came after probably makes up for it, which is one more day. I, th- I thought that was I, when that happened. I was like, no, you didn't just do that. Now, obviously, what's come since has been fantastic. So you live and you learn. But I thought at that moment, I was like, what? You know, I was like, really, you just did that? But are so. you reading Origin of the Species, the the latest storyline? I'm not. Uh, no, that. you know, I'm way behind, dude. Yow. Way yeah. behind. The 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 bitter aftertaste of Omit is quickly fading away. Oh, so for the you mean Yow isn't good. Yow isn't yeah, really good. okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, one one that's actually going on about ten years of of having lasted, and it was a it was a big deal at the time in this universe, and they've actually stuck with it, and it's it's going to be. God, I think it is going to be about ten years, and uh, before he comes back, but um, Hellboy leaving the BPRD. Hmm. Oh, yes. it's been ten years. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, time think, time flies. Wow. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of BPRD comics that have come out since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, another one of those books where the future was very much uncertain was uh, Starlin's Dreadstar. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. never tell what the hell was going to happen from issue to issue in that book. And since you brought up Starlin, of course, the death of Captain Marvel. Yes, well, I mean, yeah. I, I I've had family members leave be, because of cancer, so it's it's one of those it. You can tell it was personal. It was one. It wasn't so much. I knew it was going to happen, as as I'm reading the book. I know it's not going to end on a happy note. But reading to that point, reading the story, he had going along on that journey, seeing everybody come together and and try to do what they could, and and just the conversations everybody had in in mm-hmm. knowing this was going to happen. That was that 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 was a great book. The bedside side scene was killer. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was really tough. And which brings up the the question: Should they tamper with with artistic high points like that, like the return during Civil War? Did they really need to do that when ultimately Captain Marvel amounted to like not not a whole hell of a lot? Well, I don't think they. I am pretty sure they because it wasn't the people who brought us the return are not the people who brought us. The Captain Marvel miniseries. They were going to go in a different direction, from yeah. what I understand. Is Brian Reed even writing comics anymore? I haven't seen him for a while. Uh, yeah, there was. Um, yeah, I want to say yes. He's doing something. I did just read something. I yeah, fan. So, yeah. speaking, David, cor- speaking of, me if this, I'm wrong. Oh, Wait one sorry. second. He was a scroll, right? In the yes, 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 the one that okay. came back. Yes. Uh-huh. Then that see that's okay then. Yeah. No. As far as canon goes, yes. Yeah. You remember the <laughs> bullpen bulletins call-in episode you guys had for that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that got a lot of shit, didn't it? I yeah. I, I kind of liked it in in a way because I like anything that throws uh throws it in the faces of the accepted status quo. If you're going to challenge people and piss them off at the same time, that to me that's great. I love that. But well, yeah, but do it well. 
But you, yeah, but you can't you can't guarantee. No, that. I, no, I'm being serious. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna challenge people and you're going to incite them and and kind of you know put things on their head, that's great. Don't let it be a fucking you know stinking pile of shit. But how do you plan for that? I mean, everyone thinks their ideas are great at the oh, you know, at the outset, you know when something's a turd. Well, Not? yeah, I don't know. I can argue eh. that there there are no turds, but hey, uh, hey, I mean, come on, come on. We we've been reading comics for all of us for twenty five years plus. Whenever Zillion. you, whenever That's you. Whenever you read a comic, you know if it's a turd or not. It's not. It's not hard. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it just doesn't connect with you. I'm being no. There, there are just there are just <laughs> bad comics out there. I've never met a bad comic. Never. They are just no. wonderful. All of them. Yeah. They are like cockbone. Oh. I read. I read. One, I read one last week that was. It was so bad. I was angry. Well, this is a good segue. Whoa, whoa, what back. was it? Wait, wait, wait. I, oh, I'm no, sorry. No, back to no, Trump. I'm with this. No. Yeah, I thought no. David's uh, question deserved more attention than uh, yeah. give it. I know, I know everybody answered the way. I am I pretty much was waiting to hear what everybody else had to say. So. When, when, when Black Adam actually killed like an entire country. Oh, that's mm. interesting because that one didn't okay. shock me at all. But no. I, I mean, I no. could see, yeah. Well, this is the the, mm-hmm. the first the first time in JSA. This is not the not the World War yeah, Three, yeah. Okay. but the first time in JSA, and mm-hmm. it was it was really more not for Black Adam, but more for more for Adam Smasher, mm-hmm. because he's like we can't go back after this, and it was just that was a that was a heavy moment for for him as a character, and he was like, yeah, the, we need to do this, and but I know. That we can't go back after this. Oh. Kid Miracle Man. Mm-hmm. How about that oh, okay. issue? Okay. Okay. I don't know. If it, was in, if it was in print and I could read it, that would be great. Oh, shit. Ah, nice. Uh, how about um, Come on, old Marvel. school, but, but uh, how about Deathstroke hitting it with Terra? She was 16, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a that player. Wouldn't fly, that wouldn't fly in today's DC. If you can get it. Oh, no, maybe it would. In a speed. No. Yeah. 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 She was a mature 16, though. Yeah, yeah, smoking oh, person. Yeah, she was real mature. Oh, you know what it was? It was, was the teeth. That, that overbite yeah, like that just teeth. got him. Yeah. Go I can't take credit for this one, but I did see this. Uh, the, how about uh, Kitty Pride? But it reminded me it's true. How about Kitty Pride dropping the N-word? Oh, what, what oh was yeah, that yeah, yeah. Back in the Claremont yeah. Ramita days. And Claremont was, was trying to, ana- to to make the point that the word muty, he was trying to mm-hmm. make a statement that muty was as insulting to mutants as, as the N-word is to black people, so he just put it in the script. And yeah. I got to say, I don't, at the time, I don't, I remember it and I was like, oh, snap, but I don't, re- I was way too young to be, yeah. uh, it was pre-internet, so I don't know if what the, the reaction from others was about it, but, uh. I just can't fathom if that same thing happened in a comic today, what would happen? I mean, it would be a internet shitstorm of epic proportions. So, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, so, you don't think so? In our hyper... No, like, please, I do think it would be, yeah, yeah, it would definitely be a shitstorm, but I'm just yeah. wondering if it's warranted or not. Well, uh, that's up for debate, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, another one that uh, freaking... <laughs> I, definitely a different type of gut punch, but certainly one that I, I distinctly remember is when uh, we went from from um, when X Force changed over 
to uh to like went from X Force the the you know the AK the New Mutants and then the next issue it was it was uh, Peter Milliken and Mike Allred in a completely oh. different oh. TV. Yeah. That yeah. had to be like, a little shocking because I've been it was freaking baffling. <laughs> it was I like, mean, I I, abs- I absolutely love that, but I can only imagine <laughs> it that was people- shocking. They lost, people lost their shit, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because got, again, it was pre-internet, so we didn't have, it was like, I went and picked up my issue, it was clearly the end of an arc, I mean, the the whole thing that was going on with the with the New Mutants, the, you know, Cannonball and the likes, but, so you knew that it was going to be the start of a new arc, but then you pick up the issue, and I'm like, well, this is weird, hmm, this doesn't look like any, that, that wasn't like pre, huh? yeah, that wasn't pre-internet. Well, 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 pretty close. Well, I mean, well, yeah, well, it, yeah, it was it was pre it was pre online communities right, and that right, kind of right. stuff. Yeah, or I should say it was pre my paying attention to the internet and solicits and stuff like yeah. that. So I walked into my store and picked it up and brought it home, and I was just thinking, okay, new team. Not the first time we're introduced to a new team in a comic. Pretty standard stuff. And then I started reading, and I was like, holy frijole. Yeah, you were <laughs> like, this <laughs> is this is the shizzle. I hope every issue is like, well, this. as you know, I hated it. <laughs> Initially, I know. for some time, and then came around to it as I got a little more uh, seasoned, shall we yeah, say? Yeah, I, t- I, I got a good what, one. That that, that Go well, what's what's not stop on on the experts? I mean, we may have talked about it a little bit. I, I years after the fact would like to tip my cap to to Marvel for taking a gamble and doing that. That's awesome. I, I agree I'm with you, back. but oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the hat slightly askew for them. Pussying out on the Princess Diana thing. Nah, I was waiting for that. They they should have ran with that because that would have been legendary if they if they actually did that. That that was one of those was cases. That? Was like they were going to bring back Princess Diana in the pages of X Force, or I think by then it was um, Ecstatics, mm-hmm. and and they, and they got cold feet. They Milligan had to change it into to someone else, and they oh. even had a, all, they even had all the covers made up, and I think Allred did a bunch of pages featuring Princess Di, and they had a they had wow. to change it to to a black haired uh, I forget what who it was actually, but too yeah. soon, yeah yeah I think so, and it was just a very touchy subject. It was just like you know at the time you might as well have brought back Jesus in in yeah. uh, X Force, you know that, I mean she was a wonderful woman and and beloved by by millions and they wanted to just feature her uh, alive in a comic book but it's art and anything is is fair game in art but i guess the stockholders uh, they were fearful of of what would happen i got a really good one and you probably won't agree with me because i don't think any of you have read it but uh the rape the rape of astoria in uh cerebus that was a whoa Uh, i did not expect that yeah great great stuff yeah, hmm. that's around issue. It's either it's somewhere between like seventy to to eighty five yeah, around there. Yeah, it's wow, hard hitting stuff. It's, but I won't spoil it. So read it. You got to read it. I hope yeah. to. All right. How about um, how about one from the Vertigo world? How about uh, and I, I want to be vague here uh, for those that still haven't read it. Shame on them for that. Uh, uh, what we come to find out about Cassidy in Preacher. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No wonder why your breath smells. Yeah, you know. So, uh, I That's thought that nuts. was, I was like, and I don't know if that was a gut, well, it was a gut punch because I was like, oh, man. Sure. You know, like, it, was, it was a gut punch the way it was illustrated in the yeah, freaking alley? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I see, I've seen David like that, but not many people. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. 
<laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Considering the source. Yeah, I know. Very I true. love you. I do. I do. All right. Do we have any other ones? I'm sure uh, we could we could dredge up well, a million. Sure. I know. Yeah, as I soon as the first person says one... Um, as soon as the first person posts okay, something, here, up, here's, and, and, oh and, yeah, that's right. But I'm dying. What, what, what's Jason got? Well, it, it's a fi- it's a finite series, but uh, I am the fourth man. Oh, okay. that was good. That was that was one of that my was good. that was my favorite. That was, about, I mean, was, that was up and down throughout. I mean, not up and down as far as quality goes, but I mean, like every time you thought, okay, you know, it's it's a neat story and and it's just going along. Then all of a sudden, you'll get to a page or a panel, and you're like. Oh, I see what he's doing, and it's like that's that's pretty fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, we're talking How about, about the, plant planetary for yeah. folks out there that didn't get the reference that haven't yeah. finished there. That haven't read that. Yep, exactly. How about the entirety of Squadron Supreme, the twelve issue miniseries? Yes, uh, that was good stuff. Yeah, that, that was because cool. that was because I mean you know blindness, death. You yeah, yeah it's like there, there was, my, there's traitors. That was that was good. I wasn't a huge DC fan then, but I was just starting to get into it. And I was like, man, they're kicking some balls with this series. They, yeah, they, they're, 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 they're poking the competition. It's true. They're more it's true. than one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, my last one was more of a, an emotional gut punch, and again, recent, so I'm still remembering it, which is um, I Kill Giants. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You sort of, if you're reading it, you kind of know something's up, but you're... Either you don't quite know what, or you're kind of hoping it's not what you fear it might be, and then they lay it on you, and it's just if you if you don't get affected by that, you have no no soul. So uh, stone leave it at that, but, yeah. stone cold. Mm-hmm. You got you're like Black Knight, you're like Dean Whitman, you get a heart of stone. <laughs> Dean Whitman, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wear that geek badge proudly. Yeah, boy. <laughs> All right. well, I, I look forward to Mike Norton saying that his was a countdown to Infinite Crisis number one. Oh. With the death of Ted. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mean? Uh, yeah. Was that count the Blue Beetle? Yeah. That right, was the but that page giant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- didn't that happen in either Wonder Woman or Superman, or that was just no, the killing of Maxwell Lord? That, the whole point of Countdown was because Ted was finally. Yeah, you're right. Out, okay. So. Yes, you're right. You are right. I, I yes. Sorry. All right. Segway time. What do we got? Let's talk about something new. The new. The fresh. The news, the fresh, the wit it yes. stuff. I got some newness because my box came yesterday. Mine did oh. too. Yay. I can't wait to see awesome. your box on Friday. Oh, I'm shaving it for you. You don't have to work. Blue. Brazilian. <laughs> oh, the, the in between the cheeks. Yeah. I just remember to strap a board on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> David, what do you got? I got something. I think that's actually going to make you kind of happy. Me personally, yeah. Then you personally. roll it. Roll the bones. I'm going. Hot bones. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't order the anthology yet. Um, ah, look. Bucks for look. The, um, the... I pay 20. I pay, and gladly. 20? For it's, cocktails? It's six sure. bucks and four bucks uh, shipping. I know. What, is Jim Rugg personally hand delivering it to you? <laughs> He's got um, a mushroom stamp every cover. This, the, I, actually, I'm going to let my uh, coworker Ramon borrow this because he is a huge console gamer fan. I received and read Next Gen Wars number one. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's yeah. so good, but it's so dirty. Isn't it, it is dirty? So it's it is filthy. It's, it's a clean dirty. It really is. Yes, I know. It's there's no it's all there's a lot of innuendo. Like like the whipped cream and, and the way yes. the technicians are posed around. But the there, there's a cr- there's a crotch or a cleavage in almost every panel. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just some nice ass shots. Yeah. Um, everything looks and and then it's like you 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 kind of weird a little bit. I mean, almost as weird as as googling a, a high school student. It's it's you you look up and see these these female figures, but then you get to their kind of cold mannequin esque faces, you know, the eyes and and just the way they're, they're because it's it's drawn in a manga style, so it's. Everything is is so good looking up to that point, so that's when we kind of like realize, hey, I'm reading a comic book. I really shouldn't be thinking these thoughts. The um, yeah, yeah, it's you. You remember Ryan Kennard's um, that series, The Phoenix? I, I forget the exact title, but it had something to do with Phoenix, and uh, that got a, a kind of a backlash like a because fire. yes, because it, I mean it was really sexy to the point where you could kind of pinpoint the age of these girls but they looked young and the costumes on them i mean they barely covered the nasty bits it was just like a, a band-aid down there and it, it was, was like fan service for yeah yeah I, well see i'm an unabashed fan of that kind of stuff i love tna and i, I don't care yes. I, I i admit it um and Me and too. if you ryan kennard is a Wow, he's really good with the tna <laughs> yeah he is. he is i have a book of his called chaos Completely Completely missed this. I, see, and, oh, and really? Vince even mentioned it. That, that's how I. Yeah. I'm remembering I, you I, mentioning it now. But I, 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 I must have like. I remember now looking at these preview images and you talking about it. And I remember yeah. looking at the preview images after you must have mentioned, thinking, "Oh, damn! How did I miss this?" But I never got back around to adding it to my my yeah, pool. List. I bet you'll be able to find it this weekend. Oh yeah. yeah. The um, it's it's only a two part story. The first issue is just basically a, a setup, um, but it's. I'm I'm I really can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to wait the month to get to get the second part. But I, I was telling Ramon, I go, you know, it's it's basically it, it's a parody. He's making fun of of Sony and Microsoft with Xbox and the PS3. And and I don't know, I don't, I know I recognize the game characters. Like I recognize, you know, God of War and Metal Gear Solid and, and Halo, mm-hmm. of course. But um, it's it's nice to um, Hello it's nice three. that even though I'm not. I, I haven't, I mean, I have a Wii downstairs, but I haven't, you know, I, the last time I was really heavy into games after, um, my Super NES was probably the, the first PlayStation and I was playing a Gran Turismo and a Metal Gear Solid, which I never finished. So it's, for somebody who's not heavy involved in, in knowing what's going on and what the competition's doing, I, I, I kind of rely on, on Ramon to tell me, you know, about any of the new hot games or what, some of the um the game engines that they're running now things like that but this was just fun it was funny it was yeah. beautiful it was so pretty and and it's um it's very I, pretty it, he does mix uh cgi with traditional drawing but yes it's 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 and it's not exactly seamless but it doesn't have to be considering the subject matter I, yeah, I figure, you're not focusing on the background, really. I don't no, care. What, no, what, no, no, not at all. The, the widescreen TV is is a little off kilter. I'm not. I'm focusing on the the tip next to the dude's head in the panel. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. care that. Good man. Jason, it's it's cheesecake done in a way where obviously there's no nudity, but right. it's. You I know, mean. It's it's front, Betty Page no. style titillation. It's mm-hmm. all there. It's just it's not unveiled for you. Like there's a scene where one of the females uh, collapse, and there's mm-hmm. two like Girl Fridays in it, and they're bent over, and you can yeah. just barely see her underwear, but you can right. see it. 
So it's yeah. like, yo, so this you see, is yeah, you see, hot. you see her underwear, and then because they're on either side of of the um, of the, so it's like a peach so, pit. So, it's like so you, it's right in the middle of the they're, beautiful. They're, mm. yeah, they're, they're kind of almost trying to do an Eiffel Tower, but her head is on <laughs> the other girl's breasts. Yeah. So it's like, so yeah. There's just, there's you could, you know, if if you give this to one of your boys, they're you're probably not gonna see him for about a half hour if they're going. It's the gonna be a hit, yeah. Oh, Especially with like prepubescent boys, it's it, yeah. this is gonna be whoa, like the next Big coming time. And the figure drawing is super solid. It's really well done. This Kennard can draw. This is not yeah. a case of you know poser action theater. It's it's all hand drawn, with the exception of the things that he figures. Well, why not? Let's just throw a city in there. I'll do it in in uh uh you know uh, I don't I don't know what he would use. Maybe uh, some kind of rendering program like Maya or something. I don't know. But he he sticks it in and it's it's it works with the subject matter. I wouldn't want to see that, you know, in in all of my books. These these pre-rendered backgrounds. There's only one guy who really pulled a, that off, and that's Tommy Lee Edwards with that Question miniseries, mm-hmm. where where he did the buildings. That's what I need um, to look for this weekend. Yeah. Oh, that is a great miniseries. It's Tommy Lee Edwards. How could it not? Yes, be? I know. And it, it it was written by one of the true masters. Somebody on our forum called him the American Alan Moore. Rick, Rick Veach. Rick Veach wrote that. That's oh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't draw it, he just wrote it. <laughs> He's great. He's awesome. But yeah, you're right, David. I'm glad you liked that. I really did. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about it tonight so I can bring it into uh sports tomorrow. I, I told Ramon, I go, You're gonna have to wait a month to get the second part. I'm not I'm not giving you both issues at once, so he'd <laughs> be limited. Damn it, my rules, goddammit. <laughs> I have an image book, if you if you don't mind. And it, who is it's a, who it, is the American Ellen Moore? Rick Feach. There isn't one. Yeah, there is Rick Feach. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, no, to, no. He's, no, he's posing a real question. You know, it's it's it's. It's I like answered. asking. It's like pointing out Sadahari O as being the the all time Japanese home run leader. It's it's just not analogous. Like yeah. there are great American writers, but I don't because think anyone. Because where do you? Ta- yeah, who, who's who's the, who's the greatest? Who's the greatest American? Are you writer? talking about? Are you talking about being prolific? Are you talking about emotional resonance? I mean, how do you say he's the American Alan Moore? What did he do to warrant that title? What 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 defines right. Alan Moore to you? Is it because of his output? Is it because of the stories he's written? Well, it's both. Yeah. I think as we've I, to me, and again, this is just my opinion. Is it, is it Gerber? Maybe no one. Mm, it no, could no. be, but I he's would, really good. But I, again, it's yeah. like to me, Alan Moore is the he's got the triumvirate of prolific eclectic and almost everything he's done has been brilliant like he can yeah. he can he could stick his well, toe in any genre and kick ass at it and i just don't know that if sounds else like gerber and veach to me yeah i, I, I would say I, gerber yeah. before before veach um only because of veach I, I don't think has written stuff that has resonated to the point true. of like say howard the duck or or the or defenders, the defenders. No, yeah, see, you're but, right. but with me, I think uh, I think each maybe took more has, has taken more chances than Gerber did. Oh, I mean, but that's God, because yeah. Gerber spent a lot of time working on property owned by other people. But right. I mean, you know, you got Brad Pack, you got Maxi Mortal. There, there's a lot of stuff there where where oh, I mean, beach, beach, punch beach is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're all broke up. I mean, I I could I mean I could just just throw it out there. I could probably say Miller only because of his output. Not not so much that everything is gold, obviously, right. but I mean, yeah, yeah no. a lot of stuff that people no. do talk about. 
As much as and, I like Miller, I just don't think it's on two different levels. To me, I agree. I, I enjoy I enjoy Bad Boys the movie, but you know I'm not comparing. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but, but I'm not <laughs> comparing that. I've watched that twenty times in my life because I love that movie, but I'm not going to next compare it to you know Shawshank Redemption. You know I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, to me, Miller gets that summer blockbuster and he does it really well, and he has a, almost a formula for it. But I don't know that I've seen Miller stretch himself and tell a story that's out of that. He does the same thing kind of over and over again and does it well. So it's if you if you dig yeah. on that kind of thing, which I do, it's fun. But again, more just does it's, everything. It's, yeah. So uh, he's done His so many different genres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's I totally agree. And I don't. It's yeah. It's hard. It's hard to think of of American writers that that have that kind of flexibility to 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 jump from genre to genre. Um, it's you know Kirkman's not there yet. And and he kind of does he kind of well I mean he he can jump from from you know different genres but not at the not at the level that that Alan Moore did you know or you know does but uh, yeah I don't know just figure out throw it out there mm-hmm. I caught it am I good no <laughs> no nope. uh, but you're not as bad mm. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, One of these out. days we'll actually figure it out. It's, yeah. it's the headset. Oh, you're going to you gonna okay, buy a new headset? One yeah, of these days? I think I will. I have an image book, and it is uh, following the footsteps of Chu. Uh, the first issue of this thing sold out. I believe the second printing is is uh, ad, uh, from whatever ad, from Diamond. The advance orders are are really close to uh, being sold out. And for the life of me, I, I enjoyed this book. I thought it was very well done. But I don't understand why this book would sell out. It's it's Skull Kickers number one. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah, I I like I said I liked it a lot. It it was written by uh, Jim. What do you mean you wouldn't understand why it sells out? It doesn't seem like the thing that would attract a lot of attention. I mean, it, well, it's, 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 it, the, I know that we've gone over this before, but don't think of a sellout as selling. I was just say, well, just let's, remember it, what it's sellout. Well, yeah, it, it, they may have only printed six thousand copies. Okay, yeah. and that's that's fair. But there are six cop six thousand copies of this thing sold. It's a six thousand people thought this was no had merit no, enough. Well, okay, no, six thousand no. or six, advance six, orders. Six six hundred comic shop owners ended up ordering six thousand copies combined. Okay, well, but you okay? Let's just backtrack and say that it is following in the footsteps of Chew. There's a yep. lot of buzz around this book. Whoever bought it, store owners or or readers, I, I we can't say, but this thing is moving for some reason. Uh, and it was written by Jim Zukovich, cover by Chris Stevens, pencils by Chris Stevens, at and 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 Edwin Huang, inks by Edwin Huang, and colors by Misty Coates, which is a very cool name, almost a porn star name. But uh, like I said, it it doesn't seem to have that. Chew Spark. I mean, it was good. It's it's the story of a pair of mercenaries. One of them uh, being a dwarf, and the other is a a very huge hulking human. And and in the in the first half of the book, they're hunting a werewolf, and so we get to see their fighting prowess. They're 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 pretty well trained in the the stuff that they do. And in the latter half of the book, uh, a um. A chancellor is killed very graphically by an arrow through the eye. 
by an unknown um, assailant, the the pair of mercenaries uh, attempt to accost or capture the the assassin, and there's a cliffhanger. And it's it's well done. It's fun. It it moves at a nice clip. We really don't get to learn a whole hell of a lot of the uh, the two mercenaries. In fact, we don't even know their names by the end of the issue. We don't know who they are. We know what they do. Um, it's rendered in a style very similar to what we've seen from the Darkstalkers franchise. I was just going to say that's exactly what it reminds me of. Yeah, you know, it, it exactly looks a right lot up. like, especially the werewolf looks a lot like the Dark. Yeah, Darkstalkers. it looks a lot like, like almost, almost like animation, almost like cell capture for like some kind of like video game animation, almost to me. But it's, I like um, it. I, I think the rendering style is really cool. Uh, but. And and it's the complete package. You get some sketches in the back, some commentary by the creators, and and uh, a little bit of teasers here and there. And uh, the the coloring is well done. But I just don't see what it is about this book that would prompt uh, more people than usual to go out and and buy something like this. It, I hope I don't sound like I didn't enjoy it, or I'm I'm wondering why people w- would buy something that I found inferior. I don't think it's inferior. It just doesn't seem like something that would really click these days, yeah. because because there's not a whole hell of a lot of meat on right. this first issue bone. I guess. Well, let's is see what I'm if saying. it does click. I mean, I would liken this to snakes on a plane. Okay. You know, lo- well, no. I mean, what I mean is lots of pre 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 release hype. Image is really good at that, right? I mean, they've they, they have had a long streak now of, of getting books hyped before they hit the stands. Mm-hmm. I think some like Chew really deliver, and then you actually see the sales go up in issues two and three, and then sustain at a higher level because clearly that they they caught people by surprise. And then you see, frankly, uh, and you know I love Image, a lot more of them have the hype. The issue comes out, and you know people go to the theater that opening day, and they're kind of like. Okay, it was all right, but it wasn't great, and the word of mouth kind of spreads, and then mm-hmm. the book levels off pretty quickly. I I. I probably didn't care for this as much as you did, Vince, from the I sound of it. it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't particularly care for it. Like I, I won't be I pre ordered however many I guess it's the first three or whatever, but I, I won't be I won't be continuing. It it didn't capture me, which is not no. it, but I, I agree with you, it's it's not a poorly made comic. It's just not some it's just it it's more of like a I think this would have has really strong appeal to people that are into fantasy or have done some role playing games and that type of thing or I, yeah. and that's not that's not my typical in my cup of tea. I wasn't a Dungeons and Dragons guy, that type of thing. So I passed, but yeah, it's it's a well produced comic. We'll see what the sales. Oh sure. Look like. I yeah. mean the the, uh, the author sets up the conflict with this uh, lieutenant, and uh, we we get to a little bit of insight into the personality of the mercenaries. But other than that, I mean, it's 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 a a fight scene attached to a fight scene, and that's cool. For a for first issue, I guess, I, I'm pre-ordered up to, what, number three, and I'm going to yeah. continue buying it because I, I like the drawing style. I think the cover is great. I didn't get the 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 Marvel homage cover. I got the, the uh, Punisher-style skull with the two characters in it. Same here. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it, but uh, it's mystifying. It really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, another comic I got, I'll be quick on this because it was a freebie, and there's, there's not uh, a... Ah, you're pulling a Bogart. Yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not a whole. Uh, I mean, it's just a teaser, basically. But wow, what a friggin' teaser! Uh, I don't have a lot of experience with this character, other than visuals and what I see. I liked. 
Uh, I used to read this book back when Stephen Hughes drew it. And unfortunately, he has departed yes. uh, this mortal coil. It, it's Lady Death. This was a free um, teaser issue from Boundless. It was written by Brian Pulido, one of the men uh, traditionally associated with this character and Evil Ernie and others, and Mike Wolfer, who we've seen in the pages of Gravel. Um, the artwork was by someone I have not encountered before, at least I don't think so, Marcello Mueller. And I'll tell you, I'm going to keep my eye on this guy. Color by Digicore Studios. It's Lady Death, of course. Uh, it's really simple. It's a, it's a reset button for Lady Death. It's a um, uh, casting her, destroying everything that she was. This person called um, the Death Queen basically uh, strips Lady Death of of her power. She she defeats her in battle and casts her into the boiling pit of wherever they are and Lady Death comes out and she looks like she's uh, worse for wear and she goes back in in the past into 1351 AD so it's it like I said it's 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 a uh, a fresh start for the character which is really smart if you're going to relaunch a character we haven't seen in what five seven years maybe more Lady Death I mean aside aside from reprints you know but it sets up the villain in this Death Queen who somehow wears Lady Death's face. I'm assuming that she has a, a like a, a Joker-type grin. So this is going to be the, the arch enemy for Lady Death. She looks like Lady Death. She has her face. She, she has her hair. And uh, she seems to know things about her. She calls her by uh, the name Hope, which I didn't know Lady Death had an actual name. But like I said, I haven't had a whole lot of experience with this character. The illustration is excellent. It's wonderful. Uh, it's it's mainstream esque. I mean, you would expect to see this book, this art like this, on a on a Marvel or DC book. It's it's not not a stretch, but it's is really well done. It, it's rooted in realism, which is what we did, would expect, I guess. But you have that horror edge too. It's 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 nicely rendered, beautiful, curvaceous figures. There's a lot of TNA in it. It's Lady Death. Come on, but uh, the uh, Death Queen reaches into Lady Death at one point, pulls out her heart, which seems to be a gem, and destroys it, and flings Lady Death into this uh, whirlpool of something in the sky. Lady Death comes out somewhere else, uh, very much changed, worse for the wear, and we get to see what happens in the first issue coming. No, the zero issue. Coming soon from Boundless. I'm I'm in. I I, I was very much enamored of this um, Marcello Moeller style. He's mm-hmm. got he's Is got a w- still written by Polito. Yes, Polito and Mike Wolfer from Gravel. So it's a okay. double a double threat. Very nice. The coloring is excellent. Beautiful creamy colors, and um, yeah, uh, I would recommend it. I like it a lot. But then again, I have uh, an affinity for the the semi naked horror type. Anti-heroines, I guess. It's like funny you bring this up because I, I never knew in all of our time together talking about stuff. I never have known if you, uh, or David or Chris were ever into, like the Evil Ernie or the Lady Death that whole stuff. I never read any. Not of really. Yeah. Read any of it. I I flirted with Evil Ernie. Like I would pick it up now and then just because yeah. Polito's style is so chaotic. I I, I liked it. It was. It was uh, a bit underground style, but like masquerading as a horror comic, 
and it was it was violent and i love horror so every now and then whenever the spirit moved me i would pick up evil ernie but i wasn't uh i don't have a lot of experience with mm-hmm. uh, with the character but the like vampirella and and uh pantha and lady death i just i have a hard time turning away like painkiller jane from the semi naked female anti-heroes i love that and it all comes from vampirella right so, right so i'm it's all this it's all that the bad girl bad yeah. girl movement of the 80s right yeah well vampirella was no i'm saying all those like lady death was part of that whole yeah yeah and and i know it's a lot of mindless tna but i like nice well done drawing and some of it was uh some of it obviously wasn't and uh, that's the stuff i didn't buy but stephen hughes was really good with the pencil yeah God, god bless him yeah yeah so, uh, yeah, recommend it. Check it out. Boundless, Lady Death. If you're not familiar with the character, this is a great place to start because cool. it, it's a little bit old and a lot of new, and you get in on the ground floor of what I hope will be a long-running series. Seems awesome. cool. Yeah, Awesome. Awesome. I, I've got a Fantagraphics book. Really? I, I do love you at times. Wow. <laughs> this is this is by uh this is by an artist that uh that I've talked about before or has come up on the show before. You know, we were talking about Black Sad last week and the whole comic journal um review uh, of Black Sad and it got me thinking about anthropomorphic comics and my favorite uh-huh. anthropomorphic um cartoonist, Jason. And, oh really? And not, I ha- not not Woodrow for those listening. Not, no, 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 just no. Jason. not not Wood. Just, just, Jason. just Jason. Um, he is Norwegian. Yes, he is Norwegian. Um, has done a lot of work through Fantagraphics. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my probably my favorite uh, book of his is I Killed Adolf Hitler. Right. And if, and if you haven't read that, go, it is, it is brilliant and it is funny and it is a perfect introduction to everything that is great about Jason comics. Um, this, this one that I just read over the weekend was, uh, The Left Bank Gang. Ooh, I didn't read that yet. Oh, well, let me just read Damn, this. Damn, look at that. Chris is bringing the fanographics. Oh, some, answer. Some fanographics that Vince hasn't read. I feel like I've, you know, it gives me a warm feeling way down in my cockles. Uh, <laughs> you have two? That is so cool. Uh, struggling like cartoon. <laughs> Struggling cartoonist Ernie Heming- Ernest Hemingway, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Ezra Pound, and James Joyce spend their days doggedly inking in panel after tiny panel on big white art boards, and their evenings and nights hanging out in cafes where they argue about life, love, comics, and how to satisfy a woman. Oh. But life is tough in the 1920s Paris. And then, one day, Hemingway proposes an idea. It is... Uh, of course. It is it is fantastic, and of the the idea that Hemingway proposes is to um, um, you know I'll just even though it's not a bank, I'll, I'll say it's to to stick up a bank because they're they're poor, struggling. Oh, uh, that is cool. And it's 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 fantastic because they're in in Jason's in Jason's world everyone is is an anthropomorphic anthropomorphic character. Yeah. Everyone's either a dog or a bird. There there are no cats in here that I that I've that I've noticed. It's all it's mostly uh, 
mostly dogs and then a few random bird characters. <laughs> um, so, all right, correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's mm-hmm. like Ocean's Eleven with Hemingway, Fitzgerald, and Joyce. <sighs> it's a heist move uh, book, it's, right? Yeah, but it's done in that crazy kind of european jason sort of way so yeah there there is there 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 is for about for about six pages of very oceans 11 um feel to it and what's great is that you have you have the the main characters which are are hemingway escott's fitzgerald and and james joyce are kind of involved in the heist and then there's zelda who's escott's S. Scott Fitzgerald's wife, mm-hmm. and then there are a couple other characters that get involved, and you get to see the heist from their point of view, each one. So it'll oh, so it yeah. uh, it uh, it does Hemingway's point of view Hemingway's point of view for like three pages, and it tells a part of the story, and then you go and then it goes back and it shows it from from Zelda's perspective, where wow, other things are going fiction. on. Yeah, exactly. And so by the time that you see everyone's point of view, you get the full story and how crazy things went. But but what I love about this is that that is just their world. It's never any acknowledgement that these are animal people. It's there's this great scene where where Hemingway and his wife are are you know, having some pillow talk they're 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 in bed and they're talking sweet to each other and like his pet name for her is kitten and and her pet name for him is puppy and it's just the irony of of the it's set in to me that the the irony of their pet names are calling each other puppy and kitten and they're uh-huh. both they're both dogs <laughs> was Nice. What was was funny, and the other the other just great part of of his world is that these great writers through history are not they're not novelists in in his world they're cartoonists, right? So everything that they do is is they're they're cartooning, and and it talks it talks about that and and their process. It is. Uh, it's fantastic. So go out and get the Left Bank Gang. It's got, I think it's, I don't know, twelve bucks something. Yeah, twelve ninety five, um, and it's just more um, continued awesomeness from Jason. Is um, it uh, limited palette, like one or two colors? Um, you know, it's um, no, no. It's 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 uh, what I've kind of become accustomed to. It's a very it's a very muted palette. It's um, yeah. Uh, almost all flat colors, but no, it's it's a it's a full color comic, but um, it's on um, abs- like most fanographic stuff. The the paper quality is about mm, eighty five steps above what you're going to find in most trade paperbacks, yeah. Yeah. and about twelve thousand steps above what That's you're going to find in single in single issues. It's oh just, yeah, right. Yeah, it's just the quality of it is fantastic. It's clever. It's funny and like this thing if you are a literary geek at all just seeing these characters interact in this fictional world is fantastic but then there's there's other stuff that he does that goes in totally different directions if you like this pick up i killed i killed adolf hitler and and just kind of go from there it's it's all good it's weird that you brought up jason because as i was packing books the cool thing about packing is you discover stuff that you didn't know he had. Mm-hmm. 
because I found like three Jason books as I was packing. It's like, oh, neat, you know, because I, I remember reading them, but I couldn't remember where I read them. But I have like, mm-hmm. shh, I have shh, um, Adolf Hitler, and there's another one. And I was like, oh, nice. I found the aviary from Ad House. I didn't even realize I bought that. Cool. Yeah, you know, it, it, packing is that's the good part of packing. <laughs> that's right. probably the only good part of packing. I found a bunch of Hanakuma books from Picture Box. It's just amazing. Nice. Yeah. You know, there's a there was a hardcover that got put out by by Fanographics. It was called Low Moon, and it's a and it's a bunch of Jason like shorts and short stories. It's it's some like one page comics and then some short stories. It's I pretty, think that was the a, other one. Yeah, it's a I pretty found. thick read, but yeah, pick up Low Moon if you if it's I it, I recommend it. It's um it's good stuff. So he he's an artist that I I don't know if he's ever going to come to the United States to a convention that we're going to attend, but I would love to meet this guy. I, I think, think it, I think they, he's brilliant. They tapped him to do the covers for the uh, Kerouac reprints. I think he does the cover for On the Road and and, and the Dharma Bombs. Really? Yeah. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the huh. latest editions of those feature Jason covers. I'm excited. You know how I feel about the Dharma Bombs. I know it. Hmm. I know it's why I said. Nice it. recommendation, Chris. I'm proud of you. And stuff. How about that? that? He comes <laughs> around once in a while. I stepped up. We nice. not dumb. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's true. By the way, Vince. Yes, my son. You you want to bet against Chris that you might have forgotten that you made? Really? I, I did. It's not. Yeah. It's implausible. <laughs> what 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 was the nature of the bet? I don't remember. Well, uh, back in episode one hundred and two, Chris and I made a very detailed bet about our fantasy baseball leagues. Oh. And it, it to tail end of that. One. That's right, and he didn't beat the other. And at the tail end of that, um, you jumped on the my coattails and said you were taking my side, and that if Chris lost to me in our bet, that he would have to read something of your choosing. <laughs> Wait, so what was the bet? The bet was if we split the leagues, which we did, it uh-huh. would come down to average standing, and I just edged you out by finishing fourth on average to your fourth and a half. Oh, that's that's a bunch of crap because I took second place. I took second place in like the the Premier League. I made oh, the one Premier move. League. I, went, I, made, wait, wait. I made one one move all year long. Chris, there were there were two <laughs> leagues. You finished second and seventh. I finished fourth in both. Oh, Chris so is going to have a little. To read. Yeah, he's going to have a little bit of Luffy D monkey in his future. <laughs> A little bit of one I piece. I think that was what was being talked about at that time, too. <laughs> one piece. Gum gum rocket. Come on. See, Chris is like, damn, I just brought the, the Jason Fanographics love, and now they're shitting on me. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Life's tough love. Dude. It's tough love. I, I can make life difficult in New York. You can. You <laughs> can try. You can. I, can be, I can be a terrible roommate. You can ask Chris <laughs> and Gray. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, you know. I have... <laughs> Uh, I, I know Chris uh, jokes about it a lot, and and but I, I got to say the Shonen Jump magazine is such a value. There there are a lot of great comics in that. You get like three hundred pages a month for four ninety nine. Where the hell are you going to find that kind of content for that price? Mm-hmm. You no, none of you guys get Shonen Jump. Never read a copy. I, I flipped through it when we're at the bookstore, but I don't. I it, it's fantastic. Bleach is is something I'm discovering. It, 
I originally shied away from it only because it's another one of those long ass manga series. I think it's on volume 38 or 39 now. That's a long series. When you do the math, if you pay retail for that, that's $390. That's a lot of money to read manga. It is. But, I mean, they, they have, um, a story in there now called, uh, and I'm gonna mangle it. It's Jen Chicken Picasso. This kid, uh, loves to draw and all his friends call him Picasso because when he was writing his name on his shoes, the kanji for a certain letter, he messed it up. So he, it, it, it kind of, his name rhymed with Picasso and the fact that he loves to draw, they call him Picasso. But it's really neat. It, it, it's one of those, uh, fantasy type stories where his friend dies and he can draw. The things he draws can save people's lives. Apparently, it's only a preview. It's really good, and this thing is like four, like five bucks for a thick ass volume of manga. If it was just one piece, it would be worth it. But it's not. It's like um, Naruto and One Piece. It's great stuff, and I'm gonna get Chris to read it. I don't know. I took, I, took, I took a look at some One Piece. I don't know, man. It's oh, you know, it, there's it, a bet has been made. Happen. Yes, True. and, and um, since I can pick actually. I got an email from uh, from our buddy over at Top Shelf, Mr. Chris Staros, who's going to be oh. at New York Comic Con, and I've been encouraged to come over and pick up Axe Volume 1. Oh, have you seen it? Oh, dude, I got to get that. It I, I, is I, amazing. So yeah. Hanakuma's oh. in there. Yeah, I'm telling wait. you, though, if you haven't flipped through the pages... There's a lot of foul shit in there. If you thought well, Cockbone was foul, manga, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, manga like baseline is like tentacle porn, so alternative manga's got to be raw up in there. It is raw. It's very yeah. raw. There's oh, like, oh. there is so much shit oh, going like on in there. I I will I will get that at the top shelf booth along I, with uh, it's the what the this uh, Stuart and Catherine Immerman book is out. Right. Hey, you know, speak, speaking of stuff that's coming out. Can I say one thing problem. about the Axe book before we move on? I yes. love I love Chris Staros and I love um, Top Shelf. Top and, shelf. I, and I realize that, that he had to pay to print that book and he also had to pay the creators for their contributions in some form. But I think it's about 5 to $10 too much. How much it's, is it? It's, yeah, 20, it's $29.99. Yeah, that's okay. why I didn't pre-order it. Yeah, and what I'm hoping like, he does that special con thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it was my like eye 30% on percent off, I think, in DCBS, which I, yeah. I don't usually pre-order trades if they're only thirty, because you can usually get them at Amazon for more than that. So, um, I will but, say uh, it's worth it, though, um, mm-hmm. looking at the content. But I'm a cheap bastard, so to get me to spend thirty dollars on something is, is yeah, but tough. you know, you know, top, top shelf stuff is almost always, I think, underpriced. So if 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 it's something like that, that is, you know, if he's charging that much, I think you're you're right on. It's because he he had to pay. Oh, of course. You know, yeah. Right, rights for, for the other stuff. I so, looked at the Hanakuma contribution. It's friggin' bizarre. It's beautiful. If you like Gary, Gary Panner, well, okay. okay. It, it's, <laughs> it's in, it's in that vein, that ratty line, that art brute type, uh, uh, style. It is fan. F- oh my God. I was gushing in borders when I was looking at it. And Marty's just like looking at me like, really? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's great. I have to get it, but I hope I can get it at a discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Oh, oh, speaking of discount. Okay. There's something that I'm interested in getting at New York. And, I okay, I pre-ordered the outfit. 
like probably everybody else did. Mm-hmm. The new the new Darwin yep. Cook graphic yep. novel. Mm-hmm. Now at IDW, they're going to have. Is it is it a New York Comic Con exclusive of the outfit that's signed and numbered? Is there anything different about it other than it's it's signed and numbered? I don't because, know, but I got a I press know. release that Darwin yeah. Cook was going to be at Borders. He's going to be at a Borders. Yeah. yeah, because if it's just the outfit and it's you know I don't care if it's you know if it's signed or if it's numbered, he's going to be there. So if I buy a copy of the outfit and he's at the IDW booth, I'm assuming that he's going to be signing them. So, um, but it's like forty bucks. Oh, and yes, it's forty dollars, and I think the the cover price on the actual outfit is twenty four ninety ninety nine ninety nine. So I'm assuming it's got to be some sort of weird New York Comic Con variant. That would be very cool. I, I would think about it if yeah. if it was if it was exclusive to New York Comic Con and it was a you know a very limited number. I'd spend forty dollars on that. But if it's just you know if they took you know you know. 300 off the the top of the you know top of the stack and numbered them and signed them. top top yeah top, top. <laughs> um nice. you know while we're on the subject of new york i've been getting flooded with press releases this week holy yes. shit yeah yeah but one of them that really piqued my interest and i know it's something that jason's going to share and probably david and yourself at the mad panel do you know who's going to be at nycc no, I didn't either read it or I deleted it before reading it. Well, oh, Jerry, Jerry Robbins, Jerry Robinson's going to be there. Mort Drucker. No way. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, he's uh, he's going to be at the. Have to go to that panel. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. It, it was just it'd be oh. like, hey, I I would pay him good money to draw, um, Felix Unger or or Oscar <laughs> Madison on my arm, and I would get a tattoo yeah. oh, of oh, Mort oh, Drucker. Dude. Yeah. That's that cool. is freaking awesome. Yeah. Did you see the panel with uh, Dash Shaw? It's yeah. Dash Shaw and uh, Chip Kid. Yes, and I'm it's at like eight joke, o'clock so. at night. Yeah, I don't pay attention to the panels typically. Is that not good? What's at eight o'clock at night? You gonna stay there at eight o'clock to eight o'clock at night to hear Dash Shaw? Everyone's gonna be bouncing, dude. Dude, I, I stay there at midnight to see Dash Shaw. You're gonna be one hungry what? motherfucker. Really, then. You were just saying that uh, it wasn't too long ago. You said that you. <laughs> As much as you love Dashaw's work, you read an interview with him and you thought he came off kind of like a douche. I did, and I do, but that doesn't mean I want to be in. A, I don't want to be in his presence. Let him, let him spit on me. I'll rub that sucker in. If you're planning, if you're planning on being at, at the con at eight o'clock for a panel, you're going to be seeing our asses later. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I y'all yelling at me for the podcast panel. I might have yeah. to catch up with you on Friday. For real. Oh, but speaking of, I guess. Um, Yes, there's a podcasting panel um, Friday at from 6.30 to 7.30. I don't <laughs> remember what room it's in. Um, so come by uh, if you're an 11 o'clocker. I uh, would appreciate it. And um, Can we heckle? Don't feel too bad because three of the four hosts won't be there. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be in the quarter bins. Got it, got it, got it, need it, got it. I'd say say that you guys are going to be drinking without me, but that's not true. No, it's Um, not. Because I'll be drinking at the panel. Um, The other one is the, um, the Street Angel uh, oh, yeah. short film premiere, which um, which I had mentioned last week, the screening for the Street Angel short film. It is Friday at two fifteen, and I don't have the um, I don't have the number 
uh, of the room in front of me. Just if you're going to be at New York uh, for the Comic Con, it's Friday, two fifteen. Look in your programs. Would really appreciate you coming by for that. You know what? Big fans of of Jim Rugg's work we are, and and Lucas, the director of the of the movie, is a listener of the show. He's coming all the way from Australia for this, and I'm going to be um, moderating the um, the question and answer session. So. Wow, you get around. Look at you. He does. He does. He represents us well. He I does. He's Chris is is very adept at selling himself. I like, I like that. I I am a hooker. No, nice. I didn't say that. You you just know how to do it. I don't care, so I don't bother. But I I do appreciate it done well, and you do it well. You do. My big my big goal at, at the Comic Con aside from comicy goodness is Scott Sanders, the writer and director of Black Dynamite, is going to be at the eighth <laughs> nice. because nice. it's official now. They're doing a Black Dynamite comic, and he's going to be there. So my plan is peep this, go over, charm the motherfucker like you read about, and get him. As his follow-up project to write and direct the eleven o'clock story. Come on! Oh wait, you you broke up a little bit. Say it again. The what? Oh, write and direct the eleven o'clock. Get get him as his follow-up to Black Dynamite to write and direct the eleven o'clock story. Nice. <laughs> How far back are we going? Hey, as my, far back as he needs to take it to make it a hit. My part be really boring. No, no are you would. kidding me? It That's would. what I'm saying. If we go back to to the bullpen days and and, and segue into you know oh the diva David the diva is going to be the star <laughs> of this thing <laughs> look at that he 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 be all with the glitter on the phone get the hand on the head oh I'm not understood I'm not respected I'm going to be that guy though I'm going to be that guy that goes up to him and quotes the movie and he <laughs> nice. probably happens to him well, all the time and it probably is annoying as shit to him but I'm yeah. not going to be able to stop myself. Well, I told you, you I told you that that was my highlight of of Wizard Chicago this year, right? Was meeting Richard Roundtree. Yes, that. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, last, last thing on the Street Angel thing, just to uh, give a little bit of credibility to it, if it, as if it needed any. Comics Alliance, great website, listed it as um, one of their fourteen don't miss panels of the show. Nice, of course. So there you go, yes. Jim Rugg. Mm-hmm. There you, even though Jim's not going to be there, I'm bummed. That's okay. He will be there in spirit. So what is the goal for NYCC? I can tell you mine. I, I Uh, want to, I want to finish spawn. There you go. Okay. And I want to discover, and this is, this has been the goal for the past couple cons. I want to discover art that I, I haven't previously encountered in Artist Alley. That's my goal. I'm just going to haunt Artist Alley looking for stuff that the Dude, new, you see how the big ex- Artist Alley is this year? That's what I'm. Yes, that's exactly it's, why it's, I'm saying that. It's this. huge. I ju- I just sent you all my goal. Did you guys get that link? I did. How do you like that? Who it's sent? Beautiful. You sent it. Yeah. Yeah. He I sent us link to yeah. a. Uh, a junk, see, I uh, I don't I don't launch any applications other than my recording software. No, but it's in Skype. It's, it's the Skype. Oh, it's in Skype. Chat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See. So uh, it's like it's No, it's not. It's not in Skype. It opens up. Firefox, which is a huge resource hog. Uh, anyway, it's a Busema uh, uh, Conan page. And it's it was, how do you like it, that one? You guys it, like looks, that one? it looks to be inked by Alfredo Alcala, too. You like that's that one? It looks like that to me. That's, it, yeah. that's the price right there? Yeah. Yep. That is, that's that is cheap. Yeah, yeah that's 200 bucks is, is cheap. 
Right. What, what, what's it from? Unable to move well. Conan's blah blah blah. Guy it's about a, to it's slice his head off. Uh, it's page twelve. Yes, after yeah, the, the only thing I, I find fault with Basima's work, and it's not a fault by any means. It's just something that I would like to change. I don't think Basima draws Conan handsome enough. Hmm. Conan Conan was rugged. He was. Mm-hmm. He was a man's man, but he was—he had an attractiveness like Barry Windsor Smith drew him, where he could have any lady he wanted. This Conan is is just a brute. He's but, a I mean, He is, but it works. But I mean, Conan has blue eyes. He—he—he's supposed to be the way Howard wrote him. He has an attractiveness to him. It's a—it's a rugged, weathered attractiveness, which I guess you could say that Basima nailed that, but. He's just a little too rough sometimes. Did did you guys did you guys get the? Yeah, um, I'm talking about uh, man. I'm sorry. Did you guys get the 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 Conan newspaper strips hardcover that came out? No, no. no. I saw it though. Get it. It is if if you're and I know I'm kind of on a on a Busima Conan be. kick right now, um, but it's it's all Roy Thomas and the the John Busema uh, newspaper strips, and it's. You know, I was never a big continuing story newspaper strip fan growing up. You know, I was, yeah. you know, loved Calvin and Hobbes, loved Farside and, you know, Doonesbury, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's like the Spider-Man comic and, and just other comics that continue. Never really got into them. So reading this is really odd because it's what these big, epic, sweeping stories, but they're told three panels at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's I, it's it's a little weird, but once you get into it and get kind of a you know get your groove going, they're they're pretty cool. And 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 Busema's amazing. I changed my mind. I don't think this was inked by Alcala. It's it looks Nevers, like it? no, it looks like Ernie Chan. See, I don't, look at the it, tree. See, see the, the 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 shading in the tree that looks like Chan. It could be Nebras too. Yeah. But, but I, I don't, I don't know. Know. Either way, you got a great page. But but Absolutely. I haven't gotten it yet. You will. So, I'll make sure no, you do. I'll but, run. I'll run your Well, you know, we get in. We get in a little early on Friday. So Jason, yeah. if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be, you know, riding, you know, riding beside me, we gotta, we gotta find this this particular dealer's uh, uh, booth and and snag this sucker. I'm Ooh, surprised. That's some great taste going on. You, Basima Conan, Chris. Fanographics talk, Busima Conan. I know it's it's, it's, it's like graphics talk. I thought he picked up sounds. I expect Donald Sutherland to be pointing at you. And, <laughs> and you're a pod person. Seriously, <laughs> a human-headed bulldog running next to him. I got a question. As uh, I'm going as I'm going through books here, I came across Top Shelf Seasonal Sampler to get back to Top Shelf. I have a 2007 and a 2008 with a, a beautiful Jeff Lemire cover. Did they not do any? Uh, past two thousand eight, I don't know. Yeah, but but a side note: Do you know who owns the original art for that cover? The seasonal sampler with the Lemire. The Lemire, you, yeah, yeah, you do right. No, um, Sal but does. One of, but one of our roommates in New York does. Oh well, that would have to be. It's uh, would be um, Tim Freaky Tiki. Yep. Freaky Tiki, yep. yeah. Yep, Freaky Tiki. I think he bought it in New York. As a matter of fact. Wow! Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yep, oh, I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Nice. But I, I, I'm just wondering, because I usually grab, they're free. Why wouldn't I grab them? And I only have like up to 2008. I'm wondering I don't if they... Know, I don't know if they continue doing the, the seasonal sale. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have any recollection of them in the last few years, so. Yeah. Hmm. That's a shame. I, I can yeah. imagine it would be a huge drain sure. uh, on, on the, Pro- the, the, the funds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always make a point to hit the top shelf booth. Any con I'm at, if 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 Top Shop is there, you know you're going to get great stuff at a great price. That's one thing about Chris. Oh yeah, yeah, you can keep mm-hmm. it real. Uh, I I love stopping by the publishers booth to say hello, to see the creators. <laughs> Very rarely buy them, buy anything. I, I mean, yeah, because I I mean they're now, almost Chris always full cool. price. Chris is cool because yeah. Chris, again, usually on the last day of the con, we'll have a sale. And Top Shelf is such high quality stuff that I I will I will I will All buy stuff from them. Yep. Archaea is another one. Archaea usually does that. They have a nice sale on the last day. But for the most part, you know, you go to a, a booth at, at a con and they're selling full list price. And I guess I'm so conditioned now to not pay full price for a, a trade paperback or a collected edition. You know, it's it's so Unless I, I go the there. The creators and look. there though. If the creators there, I will. It depends. Then, that, that means you're getting you're getting a signature too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But go, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, that was it. I was just saying it, it's. I, I, I love the spirit of what you're saying, but I, I'd be lying if I said that's the reality with which I live in most cases. I, I generally try and yeah. buy the if stuff. You, if you, if you're bar- if you're bargain hunting, don't go to the dealer. You know, it's yeah. a white white yeah. car shopping. Honest, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have to check it out because it's going to be humongous this year, twice as big as any prior year. But I, I, if it's if it's as I suspect, New York is not the ultimate shopping con. It'll no. be great for if you want original art, like Chris is talking about, or if you want sketches or commissions from artists. It'll be fantastic. Things I'm interested in. If you want a specific set of collected editions that you can't find other places they'll obviously have those certainly very high-end graded books they will have in droves but if if you're looking just to come across holy crap deals um there'll be some but they it, it these are not new york has ascended to a level of um of 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 grandiosity that i think makes it prohibitive for real deep dive bargain shopping i just don't think it's that type of con and again not to say there aren't going to be places with dollar bins and places that are on sunday giving away 50 percent off trades but it it will be you will have to really seek those out the the majority of of vendors will be selling higher end full price and and collector stuff you need to exercise patience because if you dive in friday you're going to pay full price if you just hold back a little bit and play it by ear Sunday, you will get really good deals. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what the hell was I going to say? I, I can't remember. Uh, we well, uh, were talking about top shelf. Mu- yeah, to must you. must have been a lie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let Let's continue. Well, I, I got a comic, and I don't I don't think I've ever heard any of you mention it in passing, even. So I have no idea if you read it, what if you did, what you thought of it. Um, but it recently was was put out in a beautiful hardcover by Image, although it was not published by Image originally. Um, it is written by Steven Siegel, uh, one of the, the mm-hmm. men of action, uh, mm-hmm. drawn uh, by Kelly Jones. Okay, you know Crusade. Crusade? Crusades, yes. Yeah, the Crusades, yeah. yes. So uh, I take it you've read it and you didn't enjoy it, judging by your nonplussed reaction. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love Kelly Jones, uh, and but I will say it was the Jones factor that got me through that series. 
Yeah, okay. So yeah. this is the I think there's gonna be two hardcovers. The other one may have already been solicited in fact, but this is the first it collects the first nine issues. And I know what you mean, Vince. I bought this sight unseen. Um uh it sounded cool, you know, and it was I think a fifty percent off sale at DCPS and um I thought why not? Um and I would agree. I think the Kelly Jones art carries the series. Um he he if people don't know Kelly Jones, he's really, really Animated. I mean, he has these really animated facial features and 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 almost exaggerated uh, um, uh, anatomy, but it really works. Yeah, I was um, going to say he, he and, likes to add add ribs to the human yeah. anatomy. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, the, the the star of the book, if you will, at least from my perspective, is Venus uh, Kostipakis, which is uh, she's a Greek uh, fledgling reporter who's dating the town's shock jock, who is effectively a I guess you'd say he's what, like a an analog of Howard Stern and Don Imus, and he's you know he's a, he's an over the top kind of shock jock guy, and she's dating him. But Kelly Jones draws her. I mean, there are certain panels which are pretty much just fan service. You know, she's this big, full figured, beautiful Greek girl, and you know there are scenes of her you know bending you know uh, uh, head to toe with her ass sticking in the air. You know, it's just <laughs> so. So you know there there are scenes with her in a in a little halter top and you know with the nipples and and so he, he the 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 illustration is very very entertaining but I bought this book and have had it in my bag to work for I guess since I got it so at least two months and it took me until today knowing that I was wanted to finish it up and talk about it on the show to to get through it I, I have I have been in the middle of reading this and put it down for something else probably seven or eight times and that's wow. not usually a great sign i mean usually yeah. it could power through so um it, to be honest it, it just uh it felt very dated maybe because it does center around a very over-the-top shock jock and, and i know they still exist but it just felt a little bit early 90s to me um and and i don't know why i didn't read this when it was coming out in in the 90s it just must not have grabbed grabbed onto me the premise is simple enough um a a hulking medieval knight is basically acting like a vigilante uh, in New York, and um, the town is getting caught up in it. And uh, there's this shock jock named Anton Marx who um, claims to know the identity of the knight, but he really has no idea. His love interest, Venus, who um, stumbles upon the knight and actually knows that he exists and ends up ultimately figuring out who the knight is, what he's doing, where he lives, all that sort of thing. And... Um, but that's really all there is to it. There's not any real great surprises. There's not really any great um, character development. I didn't think um, so. It was interesting. I, I'm, I don't. I don't feel like I wasted my money. I really did it. It was nice seeing Kelly Jones. It seemed like he had a lot of fun with the series. Yeah. Um, so it was visually quite fun to look at. But yeah, the story was a grind. It was a real grind for me, yeah. to be honest. I believe that was originally published by Vertigo. It was, yeah, it was a Vertigo yeah. series, and not the first Vertigo series to ever end up at, at Image. They published a collection of the Outlaw Nation series mm. in, in a one one volume omnibus, and that's a that's a really good series. But yeah, you're right. Um, I I have a hard time walking away from Kelly Jones, and mm. he has displayed that same propensity to the female anatomy. Like, if did you read Dead Man Exorcism? No. The, it was a two-volume prestige format Vertigo series, and there's a lot of that cheesecake-type um, ass-in-your-face, nipples-type thing in there, but it's Dead Man. So, you know, and uh, 
I think he did uh, Exorcism and Love After Death, two both two volume series for for uh, Vertigo, and it's the same thing, the the, the cheesecake. But I love the way that man draws. Mm-hmm. The the light and he's he's one of those masters of light and shadow, and he will distort the hell out of the human anatomy. Absolutely. So, if, you, yeah. if you take a snapshot of this and look at it, and even page to page, he's not consistent. He doesn't draw the characters consistently in terms no. of their. But but it works. It's it's and again, it's one of those things where certainly I think we've all at different times on the show criticized uh, someone's anatomy or, or or proportion. But there, if you if you do it well and in in a way that's expressive and 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 you don't lose your ability to tell the story, then you can mm-hmm. make characters look any way you damn want. And and that's I think like, does that. Right? That Sam Keith is the same uh, way. He he rarely sticks to the the script, uh, and, and I'm being uh, symbolic. I, I don't mean the, the words. The, the characters change from panel to panel in Sam Keith's stories, but we accept it because he's such a damn good storyteller, mm-hmm. and and that's his worldview anyway. But uh, I I will say the one, well, one of the uh, guilt pangs that I I had when I was boxing these books up. To, okay. to to send down to my comic shop was the Kelly Jones run on Batman. Mm-hmm. Th- that run is really well done. The demon, the the specter, and just the way Kelly Jones draws Batman was phenomenal. <laughs> with, with the 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 three foot tall three foot, uh, yeah. the ears, it's just great stuff. And uh, truly a creature of the night. When when Kelly Jones got Batman, he brought him way into the night. And I, I love that 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 run. Is it that collected, David? Do you know? I think they've only collected really the uh, the Elseworlds vampire stories like Red Rain, things oh, like that. That's that good stuff. Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't think they've collected the the single issue run. That's silly. That's really yeah. silly. Yeah. Because Kelly Jones had a long run on Batman. They did. They did. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe someday. <laughs> Maybe. Isn't that weird? I sold Maybe them, but I bought. I'll buy them again if they're collected. What the hell's didn't wrong he, with me? Didn't he? Uh, didn't Kelly Jones do Batman more recently with uh, Steve Niles? What was the name of that? Uh, uh, after, something after midnight. Was, was, Gotham was, after midnight was it? Yeah, yes. Gotham County Line. No. Gotham after midnight. I think was that was that part of uh, Batman <laughs> Confidential or was it a separate miniseries? No, it was a twelve issue no, miniseries. It was with a miniseries. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Hold I know on, what you're talking hold about. On, hold on. I think I, I, I think it is. Gotham I, I didn't after read midnight. it, but. No, no, I don't have it. Never mind. It it was good. It was very good. Not good enough to keep, but they made <laughs> but a Kelly Jones Batman black and white statue too, didn't they? Yeah, they yep. did. Yeah, the the years probably come in a separate box. <laughs> wow, it, isn't no, that amazing? I, so, that, much that you, so much no, hate. So much. No, David's. No, he's Wait. not hating. It's true. Batman has huge ears when Kelly Jones draws. Yes. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, isn't I mean, it like neat? Three feet tall. Yeah. How how comforting. Uh, is that to a, a, a an artist where he can render a depiction of a popular character and it becomes known as the Kelly Jones Batman? Right. Well, you know, you know, you must sleep Bat, really Bat, well. Bat, Batman originally had huge ears. Yeah, and a gun, and a gun, mm-hmm. and a gun, and a goofy cape, and a the... kid sidekick with wet shorts. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that wasn't until through those ear big ears too. I like big. I like big-eared Batman. I do too. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. David Actually. doesn't. No, I, 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 <laughs> I don't. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it as much as my wife does. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I she, she, uh, she does not care 
for long years. I it depends. It really depends on the artist. I kind of think sometimes maybe Neil Adams or Don Newton might might mm-hmm. be able to get away with the longest. I particularly care for, but um, or even Jim Aparo. But yeah, there's something. I, I, you, you you just throw you know like Sam Keith and make those make those ears like you know six feet long. Bring them down a little bit. No, I'll yeah. take a sander to him. It, it's it. I don't know it. It kind of throws things off a little bit when I when I see the character when I see the figure like that like like Bryfle, who I thought was great there are but then you know I it kind of depends on on how the rest of the cowl is drawn Kelly Jones really doesn't draw a, a broad headed Batman like like if you look at okay uh, Matt Wagner's is more squared off so the shorter ears work there but right. Kelly, Kelly Jones, Jones looks like it's pinched long and slender right yeah he's it, pinched yeah and so he draws it, the he draws the cape and the cowl like they were ragged like they got caught in a wood chipper yes i like that yeah i like that a lot it it adds to the the creature of the night mystique stealthy i like i like stealthy's period i it doesn't matter what he draws everybody he, he uh, he's not like Ken Stacy where it looks like maybe they were drawn out of a they're carved out of a block of wood, but but Stelfreeze can be very, um, not not stiff, but there's just there's, it's it's a completely different style. It, it's almost like it's. Sometimes I'll see Stelfreeze and I'll see like a a still painting. I really won't That's see a, much much motion. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a little bit. Sometimes he's a little bit too elegant. Yeah, and that's not that's not bad. No, it's no, just, no, no, no. Yeah. Look, let's talk about Batman. What is this shit? Do we have nothing else to talk because about? Odyssey came out this week, so oh, yeah, it's coming well, out tomorrow, and I'll be there. My hands, they ooh, don't know give me that. that. They hear this, they won't know that. It's Tuesday for those who don't know. We're go. recording a day before Comic Day. Chris going to be sleepy. It's really strange. Hey, to record I got to be on a plane at six o'clock in the morning. And so aren't we do. hooking you up? Aren't we hooking a brother up? Do, boo. I can't wait to see you guys. Seriously, what's it been? April? When was the last time we yeah. saw each other? Yeah, April. Yeah. Yep, April. I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting giddy. Maybe yep. Chris will even spend time with us this time. Oh, <laughs> he's not. Well, we're not. Oh, he's the only cat we have to herd this time around. He's, oh, he's, he's shacking up with me in my, in my yeah. house. So he's got. He's not getting time. out of my sight. We're gonna have fun. We are, we well, are gonna, we're we are gonna have. Oh, we're, we're tearing it up Thursday night. Yep. So. It's all tore up. Did tore I say up, that right? Tore up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm giddy. Starting like tomorrow at five o'clock. I've already told Mart. It's like I'm coming home. I'm finishing whatever I need to. I'm going to bed at like eight o'clock tomorrow night. <laughs> if you can't sleep, I gotta, be up. I gotta, I gotta be up. The dude, the clock will will start with the number three when I get up. Yeah, so, oh, nice. I gotta yeah, be. I, I got. I gotta be at the airport before five. But you can always so, sleep during the day, right? Take a little nap here or there. Um, nah, usually when I'm up, I'm up, but, you know, I run, I run hard. The only thing is, you guys have to, you have to, I don't want to say babysit me, but you have to remind me that I, I need to pace myself until Saturday. When Saturday, Saturday after the con comes around, just, just let me go. But until then, it's like, Chris, pace yourself. I have a problem with that, and I, I, it's, it's, I, I, I understand why you do it, but I don't understand why you do it. Like, why would you want to drink? And just convince me, why would you want to drink like that to the point where you, like, you don't know where you are? Because (laughs) I just don't know when to stop, and I get lost in the moment, and it's like literally, wow, I'm 
really drunk. And See, I didn't but there's a difference. You can handle your liquor. Yeah. Obvious, so obviously. I get very stupid when I drink. Oh, more I get so, More so than usual. And, and I'm very afraid with, with each drink, I'm very afraid of, of jumping over the line into, into like, stupidville and and you know hello like making an ass out of myself so uh, again more than usual what you have so to I, do is be like me and just rent a place in stupidville and get your mail delivered there <laughs> <laughs> that's nice oh my goodness all right i'm looking more forward to it we're gonna have a great time yeah me too me too Absolutely. more comics what else we got i want to talk about one thing See, I hate when I do that. I say, "What do we have?" and then I take over. That's not what right. What do you have, guys? Well, <laughs> I got. All right, I got. Actually, there's this one thing. I don't. I didn't finish the issue yet, so I can't. Because I was, I was a little bummed that there was. I didn't know that there was going to be a delay. I, I was thinking about it a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, it's been forever. We were talking about artifacts yep. number one, and I'm like. Uh-huh. Where the hell's the second issue? And it finally came out. I think it came out yeah. last week. It was in. It was in this. It was in yesterday's DCBS box. And Let, can I interrupt you for one second just to get, throw a bone throw a bone to our sponsor? Did you know, you people out there that are not DCBS subscribers, that you can get, I'm assuming, the entirety of Top Cow's Artifacts miniseries, 13 issues, $3.99 a piece for 50% off, because that's been the trend. If you look at the pre-order sheet, every issue of Artifacts is do- is discounted 50%. Oh, is so it? It's, yes, it's not 3.99. You're paying 2 bucks for Artifacts. That is a bargain. I'm sorry. Go ahead, David. That's okay. Um the the second issue the art seems to not it's a little hard to follow at times for from one panel to the next. I turn I I'll turn the page and I'm thinking that I might have missed something. Um but like I said, I was reading it right before we. St- I didn't even finish it yet, so I was reading it right before we all got together tonight. So I'm going to go back and, and re- reread it from from the beginning of the issue. And there's a little part of me that, <laughs> speaking of gut punches, when because um, there's there are art changes, I guess, every so often as as the series goes on. And did you guys see who's doing some of the art, starting with the fifth issue? No, for art for artifacts. Yes, I'm gonna guess only because he's extremely fast. Uh, Sedgwick. No, really? somebody you probably haven't seen with Top Cow in a while. Somebody who recently actually was doing some Uncanny X-Men work. Silvestri? Nope. Oh, I don't know then. Portasio. Oh, Will. Yeah, oh, Portasio. Will's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Will. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'm not. I can, I, I can deal with that. No, I. If it was before the return of Kitty Pride issue, I probably would have been right there with you, Vince. Okay. So I don't, but I'm not, he, I don't want did to not be do a one good of those, job on that. I didn't, I didn't think so. I wasn't, I wasn't roughly right. It. Yeah, it, it wasn't fantastic. It didn't, it didn't wrap up that, that Nation X hardcover too well. It, it was, I don't know if it was an anchor thing or what, but there was just something that, you know, I, I was longing for the days of, of what works and the old X-Men golden and blue teams. The, um, oh. Yeah, I was looking for Scott Williams. The, the, um, <laughs> but no, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have some artifacts back. So I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to that. But, um, I want to give a shout out to Fred Van Lenty and, uh, Mark Monastra for Power Man number two. Nice. Mm. Van Lenty. You know what? 
Kicking well, it out, people. High on the list. There, I mean, there's a lot of people I, I want to I want to make sure to to spend some time with over the next weekend. But but Mahmoud and yeah. um, Declan Shelby are are two guys oh, that yeah. are on my list of guys to, to cool. track down. And, uh, Ooh, and I'm glad and, you brought that up, Chris, because so Mahmoud. Um, one of the things, Mahmoud? I, I've, yeah, Mahmoud. Um, is so, it Mahmoud or Mahmoud? Yeah, it's, it's Mahmoud. It's, it's Mahmoud. It's Mahmoud. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing people need to know if they're, I know a lot of people will come on the forums, will ask us about Artist Alley, and it can be intimidating. I mean, the first few cons I ever went to, Artist Alley seems intimidating. You don't know the deal. Um, but I, Mahmoud is a perfect example of, of a person who you, if you, are on to artists early in their career and you love original art or sketches, it can make a big difference if you know these guys before they break big time. Um, yeah. Because uh, I got a Deadpool commission from Mahmoud to New York Comic Con. It was his first American con. Um, had seen his stuff in Dynamo 5. Only a few issues were out. I had emailed him, um, I think through, maybe through DeviantArt or something. He said, hey, I, I see you're coming to New York Comic Con. Are you doing any sketches? I pre-ordered a sketch for... You know, I think like forty bucks or something. Um, it was awesome. You know, he's awesome. Now he's blown up, and more power to him. That's awesome, and he's well deserved. I think he's doing great stuff. But uh, he's doing. He did pre sketches this time, commissions, mind you. I mean, they're beautiful, beautiful commissions. You can see them on DeviantArt. They're gorgeous. You know, two hundred bucks though. So again, yep. totally it, it, deserving. It, it, and and the point is, is he he's charging because he, he's worth it. He can. But my point yeah. is, you know, there's a big difference between paying. 240 you know for for someone and <laughs> my, my point being is just just you know don't be afraid to go up to artists that you might not know their names yet because they could be humongous a year or two from now and you may again depending on your budget you know if you're fortunate enough where you have some shekels to spend not a big deal you can pay the 200 bucks but you know hey let's be honest a lot of people that go to cons would love to get artwork but they can't afford 100 200 bucks for a sketch so uh you know i'm just saying like like you go around Artist Alley and sure, you know, get your book signed from from guys that you love and covet and names that you know. But but stop by guys and and women who you've never heard of and just take a look at their stuff because hey, you never know. Four, four four years ago or got five years ago maybe now. Uh, believe me, I'm very happy that I made the acquaintance of of one Mr. Chris Somney because I've got I've got a couple I've got a couple commissions and several sketches pinned up around around uh the uh the the fortress of geekitude here that now quite honestly he's just too busy to do that stuff now it's real hard to get a commission from chris i mean he does great um uh con sketches but yeah it's there's no honestly there's no way i could afford it now he's too awesome and everybody knows it mm-hmm. yeah I it's it. yeah yeah, get get those get those get those guys before they blow up. I've got a about a, a Gabe Hardman page that I had you know no business paying for it. What I did at the time, and uh, yeah, that's. Did you did you buy Hulk twenty five? You're all broken up, buddy. I can't I can't hear you, Vince. What? Right. <laughs> fun and yet. What you're? What I couldn't make that out. Did you buy Hulk twenty five? Oh, I was just playing with him. No, I didn't. I hold twenty-five, but um, but I did see the beautiful um, illustrations on our uh, on our website. Yes, because so David, a- we got sidetracked, but uh, but you no, were- it's okay. Um, Power Man. It's it's still it's obviously a Shadowland tie-in. Uh, there is, I think, one page that deals with Shadowland, and I'm reading it, and and I don't. 
I don't feel like when I got to the, when I got to that part of the issue, it made sense based on what was going on. It, it it was there because of the events from the first issue, and it was Luke and Danny and and Shang Chi and all the other heroes going to Shadowlands. I guess try it. in the main Shadowland book. I guess they're going to Shadowland to talk some sense into into Matt and uh, and Matt. Basically, the one panel you see Daredevil in, he says, consider my ban on killing Lifted, you know, slay them all. And the three-hand ninja that Power Man took out in the first issue are now going to exact their revenge and, and, and have their honor restored. So this way, so now it makes sense, So as, as I guess it'll take place in the third or fourth issue, when they go back after Power Man now, we know why. So when I when I got to that page, that's obviously the Shadowland portion of the book. I didn't I didn't feel gypped. I didn't feel lost. I didn't feel like oh now I now they're making me go by Shadowland. Everything was there on that one page. The heroes were fighting the bad guys for for lack of a better term, and and it's just it's to move the story along. The art is fantastic. Mahmoud and and Scott Hanna are, are a fantastic team. The colors are nice. Uh, it's it's extremely well written. I think that I, I love the way Valenti writes Luke Cage. Uh, there are there are great moments with with Luke with Danny uh, with this new Power Man. Power Man is is talking trash and 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 basically gets gets in um, gets in Luke's face and and starts calling him Carl and. Uh, and, and and he says, you know, you got you, you got no right saying who can and can't wear the mask, Carl. When not when you took off the first chance you got for Avengers Tower to sip champagne with Tony Stark and Maria, and Luke cuts him off, and he goes to to, to what? Married what? Go ahead, f- finish, f- say some shit about my wife. And he starts, he jumps up to to go after Power Man, and then all these seventies villains just start showing up, and, and Comanche and and uh, Big Wheel. No, no, but Spear and uh, and Mr. Fish, who nobody laughs wow. at. And, I mean, Van Linty brought them all back for, for this. For and this do you little... remember he was – he asked about – he asked people to name those villains on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter. I remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, there's some little bit of – I do believe we'll, we'll find out that while Power Man does not have a connection – to Luke, there are people from Power Man's past that may have a connection to Luke Cage. So there might be, by the time this is over, there might be some mentoring going on. I'm not, I'm not going to dump the gun and, and finish the story in my head. I'm going to see where it goes, and I'm enjoying it. But the art, the art's fantastic. I'm not going to, I won't be able to say that enough. But, but I, I just, I really enjoy the way Van Linty is is telling this tale and i don't i don't want to say i don't care about shadowland or i'm not i'm not moved to go and find out what's going on i'll read it eventually but just because i'm reading this doesn't i don't feel like i'm lost or i'm I'm lacking anything by not following the main storyline this by itself this whole little power man story with 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 his family and 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 his cousin and and we get a little bit more as far as his origin goes and what he was doing in that building that that bullseye decimated uh i guess in the first issue of shadowland and and it's um it, it it's pretty cool it's going to make for a nice for those that that want to wait for the collect edition i think it'll make a nice little 
storyline by itself without needing to, to, to follow Shadowland in its in its entirety. Hmm. That's because Van Lenthe's a conscientious writer. He is amazing. He, he, he keeps mm-hmm. the big picture in mind, but he also takes care of the little stuff, like making sure that someone who's not reading Shadowland is having a, a good experience. That's Van Lenthe. His Lenti. books still make me smile the way... Marvel Comics did when I was a kid first reading them. Yes. And that's not yes, easy that's to awesome. do. No. How is Shadowland in general? Is, uh, actually, yeah. you will... If, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't answer that. I do know. Um, just a little... Um, I'll put in Chris mode for a second. Uh, Steve Raker and uh, and Dave Kay recorded a little uh, Shadowland segment uh, that will be on... If it's not... If it's not... it. it Hopefully, we'll be able to get it out for next week. I don't want to delay it for too long, but they'll they'll recap some of the Shadowland stuff. So I still have to listen to that. But so, it, so I, what's the name of the podcast, David Pimpit? You fans, thank you. See, it's glad you're here. Marvel Noise, Marvel Noise, the great Marvel That's Noise. Right, baby, baby. One hundred and thirty some episodes and still going strong. That's still right. Got a lot. Why does kept the, the the most quietly uh, marketed hundred plus episode podcast on the earth? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, can, I'm going to just pick up to where before I got all shitty. Uh, in my DCBS box this time, I got a lot of classic collections. I got the huge Little Lulu Giant Size Volume 2 by oh, yeah? St- Stanley and Tripp. Those are great comics. But I want to throw a uh, a little bit of props to Dark Horse and uh, a little slap on the ass for not doing something they should have done. I got the Harvey Comics Treasury Volume 1. Now, when, when when I say treasury, immediately Marvel fans will think huge honking tabloid size. Yeah. No, it's not. It's it's this pretty small footprint book. It's maybe uh, six by nine, six by eight. It, it's it's pretty. It's a decent size, but I mean, Casper, Wendy, Spooky, Baby Huey, all the great Harvey characters. I love Harvey comics. Uh, they're they're obviously a part of my childhood. But the only bad thing about it and and I, I'm so happy that Richardson has chosen to perpetuate the the Harvey legacy because they did great comics but they they collect stories uh, from all the characters that I mentioned no archival in- information whatsoever we don't know where these stories came from mm-hmm. who drew them who inked them who colored them nothing it's just a bunch of Harvey comics uh, great Harvey comics collected under one cover and with absolutely no background whatsoever. That, to me, that's a little weak sauce, and I, I hope they change that in future volumes, but I, I don't expect it to uh, to change. I, I wish it does. But I want to know who did these. I can assume, based on uh, you know the history of the, of the, the publisher and, and who worked on what, but I want to be told. I don't want to have to do the work. If you're going to publish a treasury, tell me who did them, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Am, I, am I out of bounds here? No. Oh. And and the neat thing about it is it looks like they've scanned these from the original pages, uh, the original printed pages, not the original boards. So you get a little bit of moire pattern here and there, a little bit. Uh, of... that's no, yeah, I don't like that. Oh, but... I, I love that. That no, that that no, you're you're no, approximating no, the way no, they no, looked. No, no, Wait, no, no. I, see, you're throwing up the wall of shit. You do that no, when no. you have an opinion. You throw up this huge wall of shit that I can't wade through. It's awesome this is the way they no, looked when you it, had it, them in your hand it, 
Well, okay. Is it is it presented as being archival or is it presented as being? No, it's it's only fourteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. That's fine. So no, it, it's consumer grade, and it's okay. That's that's fine. That's no, fine. it's not a hardcover or anything. Okay. And and you get these this wonderful little dot pattern in some of the blues and the greens, and it, I love it. I love that. You know, I, I got the 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 Doctor Solar uh, Man of the Atom. Um, the hardcover. Did no, you really? The, no, the the vault. The vo- it's it's not a hardcover. It's a it's a, a nice big thick uh, trade paperback. Oh, but, the the nineteen ninety nine one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. and it's I mean it's it's the it's the old school like uh, was it gold key? Was it was it gold key? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was after the because it talks about the the Dell and Western Comics split that created gold key. Hmm. So it's you because do, there are text pieces in it too. Yeah, it's a, it's a, oh, I think it's Evan man. Evan here that does this awesome um, thing, which I didn't know that Dell and Western were they published. Dell was the publisher, and Western is where a lot of the the, the talent was, mm-hmm. and then they eventually split. Even though they weren't the same company, they were just partners with each other, and Western started up their own publisher gold key see now i'm gonna have to get that book yeah it's 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 a really nice intro i I have a lot of those original issues but if there's background information in there i gotta get it yeah it's 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 pretty cool but but uh, it's the 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 quality of it i mean you can tell it's you know they probably just didn't have access to a lot of the original art and you know and that kind of stuff it's not it's obviously not you know like recolored and and remastered but uh, but it's still awesome and for the 1950s that's some crazy whacked out shit i know psychedelic to say the oh, least man, yeah man. they were they were tripping when they did that yeah, yeah. I mean, nineteen. It's it's nineteen fifties. It's it's some crazy, some crazy shit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and 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 really uh, um, really hopefully enjoy reading all that. So you get updates in the following weeks. Maybe I'll read it on the plane. Nice. Speaking of Doctor Solar, issue two, definite improvement. So, on what I, was already good. Doctor of the new Doctor Solar? Oh no no no! I'm th- Magnus was was the oh was Magnus the, was great yeah, Magnus, yeah. No, Magnus. no Solar number two, mm-hmm. uh, a nice step up. Okay, and, good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. It was Magnus that Kinda was the key to right. those. Right. <laughs> hey, we're out of time. Yeah, let's get ready to go to New York. We, Follow we, us on Twitter. You you can do that, <laughs> but you can also. Uh, Take a little journey over to our sponsor, and that's DCB Service, DCBService.com, Discount Comic Book Service, where, like we said, you can get huge Wumba discounts on your favorite comics and collectibles, particularly, I'm just going to go over the list again, because I was astounded that they knocked all this stuff half off, or more. BPRD Plague of Frogs, 53% off, the hardcover. Next Men, number one, 99 cents, that's 75% off. Are you crazy, people? Uh, Reed Fleming, 50% off. Proof number one, uh, Endangered, The Return of Proof. Year two, I think it is, 50% off. And the Oceanverse promo pack, uh, 35% off, where you can get nice goodies in addition to a great comic. And the Six Gun, trade paperback, volume one, half off. Oh, my God. uh, What about that Thor omnibus? 
Yeah, the it's Thor. Fifty percent off. off. I know yeah. that's crazy. You can get all of Walt Simonson's Thor and the Baldur the Brave miniseries, and I'm sure other stuff in there too. Hundred twenty-five dollars, fifty percent off. Sixty bucks, sixty some bucks and change. That's crazy. Yep. Get it. It's cool. it's worth it. And in your travels. I'm going to throw my buddy David a bone and say, get your asses out there and read Next Gen Wars. It's sexy. <laughs> if you're having trouble making the nookie, time. you will not after you read this book because it is full of bodacious, buxom babes. It's well-rendered, beautiful color. And if you're a video game fan, come on. This is written for you. Next Gen Wars, number one, from Image. Yes, yes. Um, I had a couple... But uh, I'll keep it to one. Um, I read the uh, the hardcover for the first story arc of American Vampires, and what I had read the the first like four issues. But I think this goes uh, a couple a couple more and finishes the uh, the storyline. American Vampires is phenomenal. Really? Yes. It is. It is uh, Scott Snyder who's doing some other work at DC, and the uh, the amazing Raphael Albuquerque. Oh yeah, yeah. And and then you've got a, a Stephen King written. I don't want to call it a backup story, but uh, but a story that uh, takes place at a, a different time that ties into the the main story. It is it's fantastic, and the hardcover I think is the way to do it. So uh, so if you have not picked up the American Vampire hardcover and have been thinking about it, do so. It is wow. it's see, it's awesome sauce. See, you just pushed me over the edge because I I lend a lot of credence to Jason's opinion. He likes it. You like it. I'm gonna have to get it, even though it's, I'm. It's really good. The heat, dude. It's the heat. And and yeah. and the, what is it with the vampires now? I I, I read oh, Booms, Dracula, uh, Company of. Um, oh, you mean the quality? You mean? Yeah, the, the Booms yeah. Dracula book is great. I read the first Ooh, you two gotta issues. Remind me to pick that up. Yeah, I, yeah, I need you to remember this weekend because I I didn't I was totally caught unaware by that and you praised it. And I definitely want to yeah. get it because I'm on a vampire. It's great right stuff. Now. And you know me and Boom, we're not mm -hmm. fast friends, so. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, work. They do. I just, I just don't care for a lot of it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not a, not a commentary on the quality of their books. It just doesn't click with me. You're so yeah. Kind of like me and Marvel. Stop. <sighs> I, uh, I'm I hate your grandmother. It's, it's, <laughs> there are. Uh, it's funny. I, I read the fourth and fifth issues back to back and I'm going to continue to say uh, read Eye Zombie look at yeah you. I'm enjoying it good call I'll, I'll I'll talk about the fifth issue next week somewhat because there's one thing but I'll uh, but no I, I recommend it it's pretty much now that uh, Madame Xanadu is going away really the only vertical book I'm reading right now huh? yeah sad yeah but Amy Reader, and it's Amy Reader now. Did you notice that? Yes. She, yeah, she, she she's yes. going on to uh, much bigger things. I don't want to say better because Xanadu is yeah. great. Much, what's much she, she going to be drawing now? She's doing covers for Supergirl, and she's alternating arcs on the Batwoman book. Yes. Oh, cool. Cool. I like Amy Reader. Well-deserved well yeah. exposure for Amy Reader. Definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jason. Jason. Uh, in travels. In my tra travels, uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you in your travels rather uh, to do. First of all, go to the internets, open up a thing called a web browser, 
and do a little search for 24-hour comic day. Yes. Look up The Curse 2 by our buddy Mike Norton. Yes. And the then when you're done reading that, aw- that awesome. The Cursening, yes, thank you. And then when you're done reading that awesomeness, uh, look up Chris Burnham's, as I alluded in my opening uh, salvo, Snake Punch. Yeah. They, the fact that they both did that 24-hour comic day and that they both did it, if, I, if Chris, don't, if I'm not mistaken, in sitting next to each other, right? Didn't they? Uh, they, 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 they were they were, they, uh, they were in the same room. They were actually a, uh, like two. There, there was someone in between them, I think. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was. I, I got to see several of the pages being created. And I'm taking, I'm taking credit for the mongoose. Which would eventually become Mecha Moongoose, but the Mongoose was my idea. Very good. And then after you're done and your eyes get tired from the internet <laughs> and you want to read something uh, and hold it in your hand, uh, this will make, this is for David just because I want him to uh, to look at me longingly in a few days when he shows up and see me. Uh, by all means, if you haven't done so, listen to David and now listen to me and read freaking The Sixth Gun because – it's ridiculously good, people. It really it's ridiculously is. Good. And I don't yep. need to rehash the love that Gabe gave it because he did it justice. Let me just say that I had read the first issue uh, when it came out for Free Comic Book Day and had uh, the the had been buying the issues but hadn't had a chance to read it. I read all four, including rereading the first this week. And oh dear lord, is it fantastic! I don't. There's nothing I don't love about this book. From Sinclair, from, such a dick. It's, it's, it, I love anti-heroes. I love westerns. It's got the supernatural. Uh, I mean, Bri- Brian Hurt's art is beautiful. The color yeah, is wonderful. Uh, yeah. Cullen Blunt. It's just, it's, uh, this is top book, top to bottom. Love it, love it, love it. Yep. Yep. I, I got a confession to make. When uh, the person, I think it was Chris, put up the Chris Burnham uh, yeah. 20, 24 yeah, hour comics. Uh, no, I didn't whistle. My original message was somebody better get David a wet nap because I didn't read Burnham when I saw it. I read Somni, <laughs> and, and I, th- I thought that was Chris Somni. And then, and then I saw, I said, "Wait a minute, this doesn't look like Somni's work." And I said, "Oh my God, it's Burnham!" So I went back and changed my original post from the wet nap to a whistle, meaning, "Yeah, I screwed up." Yeah, I screwed up. Uh, okay. I missed that because I didn't. Uh, I wasn't we're fast at- enough. Yeah, I wasn't at my desk That's at the right. time. So, uh, but like Jason says, yes, fire up that web browser. But if you don't feel like searching because you're lazy, you can go to the forum and see the links to Snake Punch, to Curse to the Cursing, to other 24-hour comics that various <laughs> forum members put out. And the address is bullpenbulletinspodcast.com forward slash forum. And you can also get the link to Josh Simmons's cockbone. There you go. Yes. Yeah, all around. It's fucking depraved. It's messed up. It is. Chris, uh, Chris's comment was, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) And what's, what's, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. I'm out. (laughs) Whatever floats your boat. (laughs) You, you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you for being here with us. Uh, Oh, I, oh, I got, I got, I got, I got our, I got, what, what, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we will, as we've alluded, we will be at New York Comic Con en masse. We will not have any kind of official booth presence. No. But you should know what we look like by our beautiful mugs that you can find in different places on the internets. If you see us, don't be one of those people that tell us on the forums a week later, like, I saw you, but I didn't want to bother you or say hi to you. We want to meet you or say hi to you. Yeah, just come up. Not met you if we have met you. Just say hi. If you see us and we don't see you, come and say hi. Yeah. Well, you can go to the forum and look at the caricatures that, that Andy drew for that wonderful that contest awesome. that we forgot yeah. to uh, mention this week. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't already, please, and, and if you are a graphically inclined 
type person, participate in our 11 o'clock logo contest. Jason initiated this uh, deal. It's really cool. We have a a couple of really great submissions so far. Well, more than a couple. Nice submissions. Awesome. And you can be uh, in the running. So uh, again, same address as the forum. Jump on there and and submit your design because it's it's awesome. I'm just looking forward to seeing how many great designs we get. But uh, unfortunately, it's a double-edged sword because we're going to have to pick a winner. It's going to be really hard. Yeah. yeah. I see I see some other t-shirt ideas, though, for maybe a couple that, that may not make the grade as, as the official logo, but would make some kick-ass t-shirts. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. and, uh, hey, I... Mm-hmm. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, I got our disclaimer done. Oh, good God. So I, I tell you what, I can take us out on the disclaimer. You just, you just let me know when. Okay. Thank you for being here with us. Uh, join us in New York City, the 8th, 9th, and 10th. We will be there. I'll probably be wrapped around David's arm. So if you look for a really big guy and a little Italian guy, that's David <laughs> and myself. We'll be there. And, uh, and and thank you, thank you for being here. Look for Jason's uh, beautiful mug, and Chris will probably be near the bar. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Look for the head that's down. Come up, talk to us, give us a hug. I'm, I'm, my arms are probably going to be tired from hugging everybody, but come sure Sunday, but it's going to be worth it. Oh my God, I can't wait! Join us, please, and we'll see you next week. It'll be awesome. All right, cockbone. <laughs> cockbone. Views expressed by the members of the show, callers, guests, and the occasional intercepted transmissions are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of 11 o'clock comics. DC is better than Marvel, and Jack Kirby would have been a used car salesman with that stand. Marvel is often consumed, and consumed often on the show, there are currently no laws prohibiting drinking and podcasting. However, Wood says that drinking and giving financial advice is frowned upon by the SEC. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express consent of 11 o'clock comics is strictly prohibited. DAP stands for the initials of David A. Price and is in no way related to the DAP family of caulk, sealants, and adhesives. All content presented in this program is the sole property of 11 o'clock comics and Vince B. because he does all the recording and editing and and this has been an 11 o'clock comics production, copyright 2010. Well done, sir. There you go. See you guys uh, in uh, about 24 hours or so. No, no. Nope. bitches. 30 hours, 36 hours. You know, whatever, whenever. Couple Seriously, days. that Kirby shit's not fun. <laughs> I can't wait to leave Chris standing in the middle of Manhattan trying to rip me up so I can come out and get him. sandwich board. Like, that hard break. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Later. Bye-bye.